3: We're all here because we're committed to exploring space.
0: Hello and welcome back to CORE, everyone. Or if you're here for the first time, welcome to it. This is where we talk about video games and all the stuff surrounding them, whether it's the big business stuff Or the weird little tweak we had to do to one of our controllers to make something work. I don't know. Everything in between.
1: It's a big sandwich
0: of content here on the podcast. We're glad to have you here. You really need
1: to edit that clip at the beginning to where... Instead of her saying space, you put Tim Curry saying space. Hold on. We're
2: all here because we're committed to
1: exploring space. Space! Oh, space! I should have done that. Yeah, like, dude, Google search Tim Curry space. You'll find it. Just throw that on top of it. Let's make it the right clip that it needs to be.
0: I'm pretty sure I've captured that at one point in my life, and I don't know where I put it. Let's see if this is it. Nope. How about this?
1: I was born in space.
0: No, that is not it. I don't know where it is now. How about this one? Today, the United... Nope, that's not it either. All right, I'll find it later. Hey, it's me, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger bringing it to you. Bringing the heat. All right? And we're going to do something a little bit different at the top of the show. First of all, sorry about the delay. We're like two days late. Uh, it's, uh, first of all, I will take full blame for for the delay. I got really sick on some, what we think turned out to be some bad chicken Uh, in the fridge. And I don't recommend eating two-week-old chicken. Don't do it to yourself. Just assume that if it's been there that long, probably shouldn't eat it. Uh, Highly recommend against it. But uh, also, John was sick, so it probably didn't hurt. We gave him a little respite during uh, during that time. But it's uh, Saturday, and we're back doing a show. And so instead of jumping straight to video games, we thought it'd be really dumb and stupid if we jumped instead to a little movie homework that John and I gave each other last week. And that was this. We were supposed to go watch these two movies that both of us like individually that the other hadn't seen yet. And mine was to watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang from 2005. And John's was to watch Heat from 1994. Uh, Heat, of course, you know, in my mind, one of the greatest films ever made. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, kind of under my radar. Never really heard of it or was around for whatever, whatever splash it may have made. But you're Robert Downey Jr., you're Val Kilmer, you're a uh, whole bunch of people. Uh, Shane Black is your director and writer. Uh, you know him from like, what's the, not good Goodfellas, what's it called? Good Friends, Good Pals, what's it called? Him and um, The
3: Good, good friends. friends. No, the friend.
0: one that's a more recent one. It's set in the 70s. Oh, The Good Guys. The Good Guys, the good guys. <laughs> that's it. The Good Guys. The Great <laughs> Friends. The Great um, Friends. Anyway, so, and I like Shane Black. I liked him in Predator when he was acting, uh, and I like his movies for the most part. <laughs> I even like Iron Man 3, which I know is not not that popular of an opinion, but I think it's fine. So I was excited. John's like, yeah, I'll watch Heat. So we both did our homework, right, John? You watched Heat? I did. I watched Heat. And I watched Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. And uh, I think I'll go first because you'll hear why. All right. So I rented it uh, because it's not streaming anywhere regularly. Like, it's just a thing to stream. So I rented the movie. And I expected something very different than I got. What I thought I was going to get, based on previous reviews and other stuff, is I thought it was more like kind of Tarantino-y a little bit. Like uh, an attempt to be sort of this, not hardcore, but like, you know, super crimey funny moments that are uncomfortably funny, this sort of thing, just kind of a, you know, like seeing Pulp Fiction or something is what I went in there expecting.
2: Oh, fiction, yeah. uncomfortably funny. Yeah. Uncomfortably <laughs> funny.
0: And, uh, it's not really that at all. Actually, it's a little more madcap, a little more, um, uh, what's the word? It's I don't know a good word for this. It's like slapstick. It's not see slapsticks too far, but, but it's somewhere in between all that. Um, it's a little on the goofy side. It's once again Shane Black's dialogue is what pops because it's all about these conversations they're having while stuff's happening. So if there's like a, a wild action scene happening, you can also count on him and Val Kilmer having really great dialogue back and forth. And that delivered definitely on that point. But I think I came away thinking it was just a little on the goofball side. And I don't know why. I don't know what is it the deal because is. Because
1: Robert Downey Jr. accidentally peed on a dead body.
0: Yeah, that was funny though. I laughed at that. I mean,. <laughs> But that but also it was from that point forward I thought with that body I thought that that was going to set the tone but it kind of it kind of went they got to LA and things just stayed glitzy and sort of I don't know how to describe this. It is a movie from 2005, that I can confirm. It feels like 05 without without any real great way of defining what 05 felt like. But that's what that year of films felt like to me and this fit right in. Did I have a good time? Yes. I, did I like it? Would I recommend it? Yes. Did I walk away thinking it was one of the greatest movies ever? No. But I still really enjoyed it. All right? That's my review. I'll give it a seven. Seems fair. was my seven, seven out of ten. Oh, a
1: seven. That's <laughs> my, a good score.
0: Yeah, My understanding is that's, you know,
1: like things that take Depending a while Depending on into. who you ask. Uh, but my, my understanding is that uh, seven has yeah. a lot of numbers lower than it and not that many numbers higher than it and yeah. that's actually very good for a movie. I will
0: say that I I like that it's like Val Kilmer toward the end of his his time before his uh before his cancer came. And so it's fun to see him in his element like that. And it you know made me a little sad because I just feel bad about him since. But um Robert Downey Jr pre Tony Stark is is kind of fun, you know? Yeah, this different. was
1: actually his first like this was like his first comeback movie, and it didn't take off. Obviously, so Iron Man gets all the credit, but he did this before Iron Man. Mm-hmm. A few and, years, uh, yeah. Val Kilmer is Gay Perry, the Private Eye, yeah. uh, is fantastic, and I do some of the dialogue in there, like when he says, uh, "Do you know what you'll find?" If you look up idiot in the dictionary, Robert Downey Jr. says, My my picture of me, and he goes, No, the definition for the word idiot, which you effing are.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was great. I mean, there were really yeah, great things. So about good. It. I just by the end felt like I was on a bit of a madcap journey that that It's a weird movie. Yeah.
1: Fingers get cut off indoors and eaten by dogs. Yeah. Oh, and I really like her. Uh, what's, what's her
0: name? Um she was in Mission Impossible 3. Can I give her name? She was, uh, oh, so many things. Anyway, Michelle Monaghan, sp- that's it. Just came to me. Spider
1: gets squished in a boob.
0: Yeah, spider boob. Uh, although <laughs> they never really, I never really got any good uh, resolution on that spider. I wanted to know where the frick that thing went, but she's great. I like Michelle Monaghan. I like all these actors. I like the director and the writer. It was fine. It was good. I liked it. Seven out of 10. Seven out of 10. John. Heat is considered one of the greatest films of all time. So let's see if that's true.
1: Uh, So, yeah, Heat always comes up whenever you hear people talk about heist movies, which is exactly why I didn't want to watch it, because I don't particularly enjoy heist movies. I like heists more as a theory, but every time I watch heist movies, I'm like, it's all kind of the same thing. Mm. And when you think about something, if somebody always goes, oh, Heat is the quintessential, like, kind of heist movie or whatever, you go, oh, well, that must be where all these tropes I don't like come from. Mm. So I kind of expected going in that I was just going to see a bunch of lame tropes that I didn't like. What I got instead was a movie where I am confused why more people aren't trying to copy this and instead are making movies like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> um <laughs> And I I was like genuinely surprised. I was like, oh my gosh, this is really good. Mm. Um, I I liked uh just about everything about he. I did have a weird moment I want to just point out very early on, because mm. it has a very recognizable cast, be they like big names or just people that you point to and you go, oh, you know, well-known character actors. Um, but it got to the new guy on the crew, um, and it cut to him and I was like, he looks really familiar. And then I went, Oh, I know who he is. That's the guy who played Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Yep. I was so certain of that. And then all of a sudden, the guy who played Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs walked in as a different character. Different and I guy. went, yeah. oh, shit, that's not him. Who the hell is this first guy? Yeah, Like, it was really wild. I was 100% convinced that was him. And then the actual guy showed up a little bit later in the movie. Um, So that was strange. Yeah. But uh. I did like it. I will say this. Al Pacino's performance in this movie is uh, of Nicolas Cage levels. Look at that ass, or whatever he says. He (laughs) is absolutely unhinged, and I wouldn't necessarily want it a different way. Like, I think it certainly makes the character more interesting. But if I had one complaint, uh, I actually really don't like the ending to this movie. Mm. And I think the reason I don't like the ending to this movie is Al Pacino's unhinged, like crazy detective performance made me like I appreciate the performance, but it made me really not like him. Whereas Robert De Niro's very professional, very attentive to detail, like personality made me like him. Mm. So by the end, I'm rooting for De Niro And when Al Pacino wins in a way that doesn't exactly make sense to me Mm. um, because, you know, like it's a whole thing with the lights of the airport coming on. And I thought De Niro was specifically waiting for them to come on because Al Pacino wouldn't be able to see and he'd have a clear shot at him. That's what made sense to me. But then it turns out it just worked the other way. It just gave him a warning and he was able to get the upper hand. But as a result, Al Pacino won the whole kind of deal and I was left kind of with the like, ah, oh, really? That's that's the guy who's gonna win the day.
0: Well, you're rooting for uh, everyone's rooting I, for De Niro at this point. We all wanted De Niro's half to win.
1: Okay, so I yeah. wasn't crazy wanting De Niro to get away with it. Like they all have their flaws, and the the movie does a very good job of showing that none of these people are particularly good. You know, Al Pacino. They do give him one moment where his stepdaughter you know, has to go to the hospital, and you do see him drop everything to be with her. Natalie Portman, then, by the way, is who that yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. And uh, But you do see a good side of him where he does drop everything and focuses on that. But as soon as he gets permission to not be there, he drops it and takes off again. And I don't think that one moment of good makes up for all the unhinged, I has got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> Like all of that business through the whole thing.
0: It is funny that we kind of accidentally both picked Val Kilmer movies to do, don't you think? Because Kilmer's great
1: in this. Yeah, and he yeah he is yeah it's very good. He, is he? The, I think he's the only one that survives, right? Or, yes, yeah.
0: he's the only one that survives. Well, I don't want to. If it's an old movie, everybody, nineteen ninety four.
1: We've already said yeah. De Niro yeah. dies. Like Nobody's it's done. Yeah, it's no, done. that's true. They, their warning was last week when I said I haven't watched heat and I'll watch it by this week. <laughs> that was the end of it. That was your warning.
0: You still should see heat. It's one of Michael Mann's greatest films in this cast. I mean, you didn't even mention people like, uh, I mean, Amy Brenneman's in it. One of Tom Sizemore's best roles I ever thought I ever saw. William Fickner's in this. Yeah. Freaking um, Wes Studi, Dennis Haysbert. It's an amazing cast.
1: It is an incredible cast. i It doesn't really feel like a heist movie, although I do love seeing them work together as a team. Mm-hmm. Um that was uh, that that was like a really cool thing to see because the whole idea is that this is a group that just does incredible things together. And sure enough, whenever they're figuring something out together, they execute really well on it. And that's part of what I enjoy about it. Is seeing them slowly lose members and all of a sudden their ability to perform just gets worse and worse and worse because yeah. they were a team. But yeah, like, why aren't more heist movies like this one? I'd watch more movies like this. The only I'll tell you the only other thing I didn't like is there was occasionally parts where I'm like, am I in a dream where guns don't do anything? There are some mm. insanely long shootouts of people just going, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. and like nothing happening, like just more people taking cover and then doing it back. And like, nothing's really happening. Mm. And it just sort of feels like nobody's doing anything. And it's just like, this is a lot of shots of people just shooting automatic weapons at each other. I think part of it is they were showing off. They
0: were showing off some pretty groundbreaking sound design stuff with those shootouts. The one in the streets with, uh, toward the end, uh, the way that that stuff echoed and like bounced between buildings is still, you put headphones on, you feel like you're hearing something for the first time. It's incredibly cool. So I think some of that was them, you know, I don't know, indulging perhaps. Hard to yeah. say. But, but, uh, all right. So give us a score out of 10, where are we at with you?
1: Um, I'd probably give this. A nine. Oh, that's pretty good. That nine's pretty yeah, good. Like, I kind of lean eight or nine. I don't really like doing the points because uh, I feel like you already got a scale of 10. You know, you should be able to pick a number. So I'll be I'm feeling good about it. I'd say nine. All right.
0: Nine's good. I think nine for heat is a solid uh, review. And the good news is Michael Mann is back making movies and this has something com- coming up in the next couple of months or next month or so. So watch for it. And if you've never seen Collateral... Holy shit, you need to watch Collateral. You might not even like. Look, you might hate Jamie Foxx and you might hate Tom Cruise. You should still see Collateral.
1: Wait. So good. Which one is Collateral? Hold it's, on. I might have seen that cuz I've seen both those actors in a movie. Is that where he's the cab driver? Yes. I love that movie. Yeah,
0: that's a Michael. Oh Mann my joint. gosh, I
1: love that movie. That Mike. movie is so good.
0: Yeah, that movie. I did, fantastic. I
1: never remember the name, but that's with blonde hitman Tom Cruise, right? Yep,
0: blonde. Yeah, the frosted tips, Tom Cruise. I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that's so good. That movie's great. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm with you, hundred percent.
0: Watch that right now. So good. All right, enough about movies. We just thought we'd have a little fun top of show stuff. Okay, everybody? Don't worry. Glad We're talking. You guys enjoyed those movies. Yeah, we what? need
1: to give we need to give Bo a movie to watch. Yeah, Bo, what do you want Although to say? Although last no, time I'm we good. gave Bo a movie to watch, people won't leave him alone about I'm it. I'm good. I don't want to give my opinions on movies.
0: Oh right. <laughs> I forgot about that. You still get hit shit for the for the D
2: movie. I don't know. Uh just if yeah. I mean, there's always gonna be somebody that, somewhere that likes something. Yeah. I'm sure people there's somebody mad about me, but rise of the beasts. Yeah. I don't know, I haven't really watched much of anything lately anyway, so it's all good.
0: All right. Well we'll uh if we'll, uh, Ahsoka is all we're thinking time.
2: about. Oh <laughs>
1: yeah. got interviewed on the news and the little thing under his name was local D D movie hater. So yeah. Yeah. you know, he just he's gotta yeah, exactly. escape the labels. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be an uphill battle, but we're here to help you We're here to support you And uh now we're gonna talk about the games we played. Not really. We're going to talk about the games uh, of uh, that are too expensive. All right. How about game services that are too expensive? Check this out. PlayStation Plus increased their pricing. All right. Last July, uh, Game Pass, just to be fair, also re- uh, upped their pricing. But they only upped it two bucks on top of the monthly fee. All right. So they upped it sixteen ninety nine from fourteen ninety nine for Game Pass Ultimate. PlayStation Plus price increases are causing a bit of a freak out. For a lot of players, thirty-three percent increase for essential alone. Uh, people aren't very happy about it. I feel like we're getting experimented on. But let's break down the prices first. PlayStation Plus Essential uh, was fifty-nine ninety-nine a year. It is now seven ninety-nine. Sorry, seventy-nine ninety-nine a year. So that's up twenty bucks. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra was ninety-nine ninety-nine for a full year. It is now one thirty-four ninety-nine per year and PS Plus premium 1119 19 a year it is now going to be 159.99 per year uh these are i don't think these are small
2: you have to pay it all at once
0: you do if you want to get the yearly discount but the increases will also happen to month to monthers as well the problem that i ran into is i could not find for the for the to save my life what that price is going to be so currently if you pay 14.99 for say at the extra level, the middle level, which is what I was subscribed to. I don't know what in October that goes up to if I'm only doing the month to month. If I had to guess that's now going to be closer to twenty bucks and premium um, will be like twenty four. I, I
2: mean these so the prices you gave, even with the increases, are still cheaper than what Game Pass Ultimate is on well, a monthly basis.
0: Unless you buy Game Pass Ultimate on a yearly as well. So you can do the same thing and save money. I don't
2: know. 16.99. Oh, I don't know if there's a, yeah,
0: there is, there's an, there's a yearly. I just don't have those numbers in front of me, but you can do the same thing. Yeah. That's why I think it's weird because they haven't put anywhere in any of this talk. They haven't talked about what the monthlies would go to, and maybe they're not changing. Maybe 14.99 for extra will stay where it is because that's, that's still, sorry, even if you paid for the yearly, you're still going to be paying under that per month. Cause that's why you
2: buy the yearly. Well, to be this- fair, like the article linked in Forbes that we have sort of supporting our discussion today says time to cancel PlayStation Plus as Sony quietly raises prices through the roof. But I, I don't see it being more expensive than Game Pass. Well, I guarantee it's more
0: expensive than, than Game Pass. Like, why? All why? Your, so you're, if you're thinking month to month, maybe. But if you're looking at yearly, that's where the increase came from. 33% on the yearly charge which is still less per month than buying it month to month. But I think the reason that they haven't announced, not announced, the reason they haven't talked about month to month subscribers like me is because I don't think those prices are changing. They're staying right where they are. And those are on par with month to month for game pass. But if you're looking at yearly and the one that counts would be PlayStation plus extra, that's the closest to what game Pass is. Uh, game pass ultimate is. Game Pass Ultimate. I should have had this earlier. Yearly 99. is hold on. Uh, Game Pass Year Ultimate twelve month. Here we go. Twelve months on Game Pass Ultimate is where's the price?
2: Uh, yeah, so I'm. Is it Canadian? But it's so PC Game Pass is eleven ninety nine. Ultimate Game Pass eighteen ninety nine. Obviously, it's a little bit cheaper. So I'm guessing like 10.99 or 10 bucks, American.
0: It's well here at 16.99 if you yeah. do month to month. If you're doing yearly, that's the part I can't find.
2: Uh, I don't have a yearly. Like I have my Xbox app open, I don't see a buy for a year. On do here. they not have a yearly buy? I've never seen one for Xbox. I think it's only PlayStation that does the yearly.
0: Oh, I could so, have sworn they had a yearly. Maybe they don't.
2: All that to say, I'm not sure why this article is like griping about. PlayStation when Xbox is also like they're about evenly priced. Well,
1: maybe you can argue one is better than the other. Well, I mean, I think it comes down to it comes down to I I do think they're doing a disservice by saying like, hey, time to cancel it. Like that, you know. There's oh
0: yeah, I don't care about them. Don't they, th-
1: yeah. that doesn't matter. But right. I do think that like in general, people are upset, and it's not because. Comparing apples to apples with Microsoft. I think it's regardless of what Microsoft's charging, their cost is going up. And I think the problem with it um, is that I don't think Sony has said or made clear enough what value those customers are going to get for that price increase. If any. Well, right now, nothing think,
0: more than the current service. And
1: I think most people are assuming that. They're just assuming like, oh, we're just being charged more. And a 33% price increase for the service to just continue as is, uh, in a lot of people's mind, is not a value.
0: That's 100% the point. 33% is a giant jump for any service. So,
2: so Xbox hasn't gone up lately. Well,
0: in it July did. they went up two the bucks. The
1: standard month. one went up one dollar. The ultimate went up two dollars, and there was no change for the PC. Right,
0: that was back in July. On uh, in Sony's case. So I guess, I guess what I'm saying is you're, and I think you're right, Bo. I cannot find a yearly for,
1: for Microsoft. They no, must I don't not do think it. they do a yearly. I mean, I think there was a news story but. a little bit ago that they were getting rid of it as an option.
0: Maybe that's what happened. I I, and happened. I
1: could be wrong, but I remember, I vaguely remember that,
0: but. I, I just remember stuff where it was like, Hey, if you go on Amazon right now, you can get a year of game pass for such and such price. And I, now that that's not showing up anywhere, they must've removed it. They also got rid of their dollar trial, 14 day trial. Um, I think as of this week, that's over so that you can no longer try the service out for a buck, uh, which is probably fine. That was a, that's a very early birdie thing they did in the very early days of this whole thing. But, but the point of it is a 33% price hike on any service. So forget about the comparison. Let's say Xbox doesn't exist. You're just a Sony player and you are now being asked to pay 33% more than you were before. I'd be mad. That's a lot that's a big increase for, and they haven't come out and said they're giving you anything else. If they are, they're keeping it close to the vest. They're not adding to the service or saying to coincide with this price increase, you're also going to get an extra free game. Um, they don't, they aren't doing that. It's just is what it is. And it's experiencing
1: a massive price increase. I think Sony made two major mistakes with it. Like mistake. Number one was the way they announced it. It was not, a big announcement where they said, Hey, everybody, you know, we're we're gonna have to raise prices on PlayStation Plus. Here's why this was a little blurb at the bottom of their, here's what you're getting this month for PlayStation Plus. Here's what the free games are gonna be. Oh, by the way, prices are increasing by thirty three percent across all tiers. Yeah. like it was that it was that like toy story. And meeting, uh, Andy's birthday's been moved today. Like, just throw the bad news in real quick, light at the end, and everybody goes, what? What are you talking about? That's not a great way to announce it. Um, so, I think that's problem number one. You're not putting the word out in a good way. And I think, again, number two, if somebody says to me you're going to be paying 33% more for any service, uh, I go, why? And... If their answer is, I don't know, because, you know, inflation or whatever, like that's a hard sell. And, you know, I I think Sony, even diehard Sony fans, I'm seeing them go, I don't think this is a great move. I don't don't love this. If it came with a like, here's we're going to be using this to justify bringing newer games to the service. That would be one thing, but there's no indication that that's going to be the case. You know, Spider-Man 2, if you want to play Spider-Man 2, doesn't matter what tier of PlayStation Plus you're signed up for, you're spending $70 on that video game when it comes out in addition to that. Hmm. So there's no uh, there's no features. There's no... Well, Scott talked about it a couple weeks ago where it seemed a little weird that major PlayStation titles get cycled off of their free service. So... Uh, I think it might have been Spider-Man, the first one, or maybe even Miles Morales, but it was free to play. Then the next month came and it was now no longer on the service anymore. And if they came out and said, hey, you know, that this is a financial decision to where we can keep those offerings up on the store longer. I think that's something to consider. But the problem is they haven't said anything and it's not hard to fault people go and why am I paying more money for a service that I wish was better?
0: I mean, Bo, do you think thirty-three percent isn't that much of an increase?
1: Oh, I know. I
2: mean, it, I would. It would give me. Uh, um, it would be uh, all the price increases, whether it's like any streaming service, whether it's video, are out of control right now. Like yeah. pretty much streaming TV's dead for me. Like TV and games. Like the whole the fun po- the honeymoon's over, and everyone's scrambling for bucks. So. Yeah. I'm not really that interested in subscribing to 500 different things. And even, I was just about to gripe, when I launched the Xbox app, it launched my Riot client and my EA client automatically. And Microsoft hijacked my Chrome to made my default start page Bing in the past week as well. I don't know if anyone else has experienced that. Mm. But uh, I'm not too too pleased with Microsoft. um, Switched it to Bing, wow. Yeah, just hey, here's well, Bing. Get him on Bing. And then a little pop-up came up. You should consider switching. To, I'm like, leave my computer alone. It's not your personal ad billboard. Like, <laughs> anyways, and you know, I control what's happening on my system. Not you. Get out, get out of here. Yeah. But uh, I'm such a I'm such a grognard or whatever they call those guys. I'm such a grognard, <laughs> <laughs> such a crank when it comes to like these these my PC. It has to be the way I, I said it. But um, what was it? So, so play I, it's terrible, obviously. And I think when I in the article later it uses this as a launch pad just to discuss that very issue. Here's another thing going up. Man, it's irritating because everything's going up, yeah. and maybe it's a lot, but like it's still they had one of their best quarters it's still last quarter. The, How it's did- still in the price, it's in the price range of Xbox, and you know, they're doing the i think that's what all these things do all these streaming services do it's like what if we crank it up a dollar what if we crank it up two dollars oh too much okay then we'll cool off and not crank it up for a little while but if they they probably look at the sub count in relation to their cranking up and if they don't see a dip then they're just going to keep doing it. You know, yeah, so like, that's why I was saying I've, high I've, water, but if you know, but that's what I was say saying. That's why I feel
0: knowledge. like I'm being experimented on. I feel like I'm being yeah. corporately well, poked at and to see what I'm willing to do. And I don't like hap- that feeling.
2: I hate it's it happening. It's not just in games. It's happening at like the grocery It's happening like all over in a big way this past year with COVID being done. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're registering it on this small scale of 10, 20 bucks a month because we're, we pay attention to games and what's going on there, but it's, it's happening everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's like $5 for a bottle of Pepsi or something like that. You know, like it's crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like, I don't think, I think streaming services, I think everyone should just unsub until they figure it out. Yeah. Like there's a reason why we started these subscription services, uh, counteract piracy. Like, you know, I'm not advocating for for that, but but it's too expensive. So I'm going to find other ways to entertain myself. Like I don't.
0: Well, it drove me to cancel my yearly upgrade because I'm not paying 33% sounds crazy to me. and It's already a service that's, it's fine. I like it. I like PlayStation plus extra. The middle one's fine. It's like a good selection of games and it's stuff I wanted to try, wouldn't have otherwise. And you know, a lot of the DNA that for the reasons I've I've enjoyed Game Pass in the past, they're there. It's just, that's a lot to say. That's a lot to ask for a renewal. Say, oh, you know, sorry, it's this much more. Didn't you guys just have like the best quarter ever? Yeah, but it's okay. We need more. No, you don't. This is where I'm irritated. It'd be like one an hour thing. Minimum,
2: that's an hour of minimum wage. Like if you're, if, you're just, if someone who works minimum wage, you're asking for that money. That's a whole hour. It's of, a of lot.
1: And that that also goes to what Bo was saying, you know, like we talked about it, we were doing core at the time, COVID, we were celebrating like, oh, video games never been bigger than during COVID because everybody's at home and what, you know, the industry is experiencing a boom, but we live in a world where you are expected to show profits year over year. And they're the... Well, there was a freak boom because everybody was at home playing video games for whatever reason. Does not work when you try to explain that to someone. So when COVID and pandemic and you know working from home and all of that went away, these companies now have to show more growth over a freak has to do with stuff completely outside of the industry business boom. How do they do that? They let people go. They make cuts. They find ways to increase prices for things that are coming in. They have to show growth, despite the fact that that growth was not tied to business, not tied to the things that they were actually doing. It was tied to how people were experiencing their product. So that's why for the past couple of years, we've been seeing let go of people, let go of people. We're going to talk more about it today, about cutting companies, cutting people out of them, because these companies have to keep saying, oh, it's the biggest, it's the biggest year we've ever had. Oh, it's continuing to be big. But they don't ever say what that's on the back of. Yeah. They do when it's good. They usually don't when it's bad. And yeah. so this is this is the result of that. We need to keep showing, we need to stay in the green. Prices are going up. We'll see if people stick with it. If not, we'll find some other way to get it.
0: Yeah, you're I think that you said it pretty well. That's basically what this is. This is some, you know. Some, some, as much as I love free market in some ways, this is some of that side of it I don't like. And, uh, you know, somebody Um, in the chat says they legally have to show a profit every year. I mean, it's not quite as simple as that, but they do, they have shareholder promises. And if they don't reach those promises, they can be dinged for that. So they, they're very motivated to hit their goals and to hit their, you know, go higher every year. Even if it's at the expense of regular workaday people, even if it's the expense of us or whatever, it just kind of sucks, man. I don't
2: like it i mean yeah. they they have to do what they have to do, so you have to do what you have to do, just don't use it yeah like it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, tell everyone not to buy you know the whole boycotting conversation that's happened ten thousand times, you know you tell people not to buy something, but then they're gonna buy it anyways, whatever it doesn't do it, you know, yeah, but like literally, if you know they it's they're not getting they're never going to get sent a signal to go the other direction unless they're at risk right no you're right failure. and even then even then in the face of that you know we look at Twitter's being managed and it's hilarious
3: hmm.
2: you know you you would think hey get a crack team up to provide some real value and entice people into using that service and no
0: well they don't have any fiduciary reason to do that because it's no, a but sole I'm just proprietorship saying, logic
2: now. and reason isn't always Right. Exactly. we assume logic and reason will prevail in all scenarios and that's not yeah. necessarily
0: but they're like it. in some ways you know if I ever had a giant company like that Steam or whatever uh, like Valve Valve being still an independently owned company and not public I think we should all be happy that that's true because they don't have to answer to anyone they just have to keep making us happy so that they're happy I think when things go public that's when the shit hits the fan I and mean, it never goes well
2: it, it doesn't have to be good though just because it isn't corporate or isn't um incorporated right like also it's a reflection of their leadership or their whatever it is like i'm assuming you could be a poor business and still be you know private like it's just different beasts right mm-hmm. and mm. i think when it comes to this stuff i mean it's must it's it's highly competitive you know and i still they're lucky, not as many people are willing to learn about computers as some of us, because I don't really think there's a need to have consoles anymore at all, but, but there is, but you know, if people general education about computing devices was more mainstream and widespread, we wouldn't need consoles. You know, we'd have smaller computers for the TV and, and then maybe personal computers, but you don't need any of those devices anymore. <laughs> everything's can, is can be done in a browser. For video and like content and stuff like that. And, you know, I
0: mean, sh- sure. I do think people like the simplicity and cost of spending, you know, four ninety nine and having a thing that just works under your TV and you just. Yeah.
3: Go. And they like
2: their magic. They like their magic boxes and Xbox marketing. Sim, like I get it. You know, I was a kid too, right? And- Transformers are just an excuse to sell toys they made. They didn't, you know, like they were already existed at toys, and they they shoehorned them into the Transformers thing. Partly, I think, you know, no, that's right. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's all a part of it. But like, I mean, at my age now, I'm just like, yeah, that's. I don't know. I'm just I've been so done with consoles forever because I, I just the computer personal computer has been so you know it's so much better of an experience for me, but. It, I'm not saying we shouldn't have them. I'm just saying my opinion is going to be very biased because I, I don't have a use for them at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: that's yeah. fair enough. Well, anyway, we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, I canceled my yearly. I may go a month a month down the road when it makes sense, but they didn't give me any real reason to stick around with my yearly subscription, which ends next in September this month. Mine ends about mid-September. So I'm really glad they did it now. Well, no, I guess I would have been glad if they did it later because then I would have gotten in under the lower price for the next year. But mine happens to renew right as they're making this turnover. Don't
2: you still need that one to play online? Isn't that... Yeah. Isn't... It's true for Xbox too, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to use online features, correct. You don't have to have so, Ultimate, but
0: if you want to do online, so really,
2: you could know, look at it like, well, either console could just not give you any games and just charge you for online services, which was pretty much what it used to be. Mm-hmm. I think when you're getting Xbox Gold and stuff. So, I don't know if that if you if you approach your value from that perspective, in both cases, you're still coming out on top. And yeah, the price hike sucks, but find. Find an industry that isn't hiking their prices up in the past year.
0: Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, They're all doing it, partly because they're all doing it. I know that sounds weird to hear that, but they literally are all doing it because they're all doing it. It's kind of like, I don't know, if you're the one person doing it, everyone's gonna dogpile you but when you all do it together i'm not saying they're yeah. coordinating but You're the first
2: one that buys an suv in your neighborhood then two years later everyone's got an suv
1: somebody yeah. call matt damon we need uh, somebody <laughs> to inform here
2: that's right
0: well he's in every movie so we'll find him i'm sure we can find him that'll be easy all right that's it for that let's talk about what we played whoops that's the wrong one no that's yeah, that's the one right there that's the one Let's talk about games we played this week. Of course, Baldur's Gate uh, continues to be a thing, and uh, we're also going to talk today about Starfield because we also had two of us at least playing Starfield, uh, a little bit of it anyway. Um, let's start with John because you beat it this week. You're done with Baldur's Gate three, not done, but you beat it. Your first run complete. How how does it feel? What do you do next?
1: Uh, it feels pretty good. Um, I'll just kind of give my closing thoughts on Baldur's Gate three. Uh, spoilers for core at the end of the year. Mm. I don't imagine a world where this is not my game of the year. Mm -hmm. So spoil that ahead of time. Let me be real clear how I feel about Baldur's Gate three. It seems like recently every year, there's at least one game that feels like a, like a big game changer in a way where it's just like, Oh my gosh, it just sticks with me and it's just something I think about and just, want to wrap myself in and that was Baldur's Gate for me this year. Um it was really really good. Reason I started with that, I didn't like the ending at all. <laughs> 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 I didn't think it ended well at well, all. You didn't like your ending. Well, so that's the thing, right? That's the big question is is it a problem with what I chose and how I played? Or is it a problem with the game? And I think that it's a problem with the game. That's mm. why um, I'm looking forward to finishing it and talking to
2: you on a spoiler yeah, cast because I'm, I want to compare notes. And maybe you're right, like you're about to explain. But, you know, you're about to ruin my experience telling me how it you going be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I think I'm going to make it better because I'm going to set expectations low and then maybe it will exceed your low expectations. Um, and actually, I will say this, like, uh, I'm definitely not the only person who thinks this, uh, no, because literally the day after I beat the game, a new patch for Baldur's Gate hit. One of the many fixes included in this patch fixed one of my many gripes about the ending. Oh. So uh, does that mean a it, technical
0: glitch or something? It sounds like technical to me when you say that.
1: Uh, well, I got a little bit of both, but this was actually uh, story related. Oh, like all right. they put dialogue in, they put scenes in, like work bonus content. But I will say this: I'm not going to do any spoilers. I know we've had you know debate as to whether what we've said and talked about is or isn't a spoiler. I'm going to talk around this. I will not be containing it. This won't contain any spoilers for the ending. I will be talking around it, especially because I'm the only one that's beaten it so far. There of you the go. Three of us. Appreciate but it. I will say this. My first ending of the game, the one of the mini cinematics right at the end there. Uh, I did experience a bug um, oh. in the middle of it. The game. Uh, It was a very dramatic moment in the ending, and the camera panned to nothing. There was nobody standing there. It was just the, you know, because the character would be in focus, so the background would be blurry. So I just got a blurry background, and no audio at all except the music, but I knew somebody was supposed to be there and supposed to be talking because subtitles popped up. And so problem one, there was a bug, a big visual bug in your big finale. like That's not good. Mm -mm. Issue number two, it's also an extremely dramatic moment and they had literally my entire cast of characters to choose from and the person they chose to have dialogue during this dramatic moment is about as close to a comic relief character as this game has. So, they also randomly chose to undercut an extremely dramatic moment of the game with a comic relief why, hey, character, why are you talking about Volo that way? It's <laughs> not, Volo. Get That's what <laughs> not I thought. Volo, I was sure you were gonna say it was Volo. That's interesting. No, um, I won't say who it is, uh, but I'll just say that, like, if if you took a list of the party members and you said, Who would you want to be reacting dramatically to uh, an emotional scene? This would literally be my last choice. Mm. Um, I like the character oh, just is? fine. Um, but I don't think that that's the character that they should pick to have in that particular moment. So um that's kind of how I felt about that and Did you record it by chance? I didn't record it no
3: okay
1: I would yeah'd it be fun to compare notes that that's we'll sometimes. we'll just... get into it when we do our spoiler talk. We just okay. gotta you gotta beat um, the game and so we'll have a big chat this, about it and... this
2: might be bordering on spoilers, but I am curious just a ballpark number. You don't have to go into specifics. Like how many allies were with you at the end? Cause it's a pretty big quest. You fill up as you go where people will like side with you in your neat time of need.
1: Oh, allies. I'm not even talking about allies. I'm talking about actually controlled party members. Oh, but oh okay. As far as allies, I had a tremendously long list. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, to the point where the, like there is a moment in this game where you kind of get a, you have my ax and my bow and Mm. like, you kind of have that with your allies. And Mm. it was so long. I was sitting there and I was like, I probably should have done less side quests. This is taking forever. <laughs> this is taking a really long time. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so those are the little gripes. There's more I have to say, but this would be veering definitely into spoiler territory. The only other thing that I can really say that that is spoiler free is that you know obviously the game touted how many different perm- permutations of an ending you could get and and all of that.
0: Yeah, 17,000 permutations. So you would
1: think with so much Mm. that at least the final party I was rolling with, at least the final four that I was rolling with, would get some sort of epilogue. Mm. And in my first ending, they only gave an epilogue to three of them.
0: Just three? Were they with you at the time? Were they back at camp? Yeah,
1: they were. They were three that were with me at the time Mm. and didn't talk about any characters from the camp. Didn't talk about any of the other side characters, any of the allies. Just here's a wrap up of three characters. Now well, generic spoils, ending.
2: Go I to guess credits. That spoils the fact because I sort of thought maybe that there would be uh, everyone in camp would you know you know how like in um, uh, Final Fantasy VII the original uh, when you fight the. Jenova or Jehovah.
1: Well, I'll tell you, it's Jehovah, not a spoiler. I get Jehovah. where you're going with this. Yeah. Is you you assumed everybody had shown up. Like, yes, there is more than just your party at the okay. end. Right. But I assumed that minimum I would get some something about the people that were with me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, I would assume that at least the people that were in my final party at the end would get something. But not only did they not talk about... There were characters in that scene that they didn't talk about or discuss at all. Mm. Um, And I was a little surprised by that. So that's about the best way I can talk around it. Bo and I are planning, once he beats the game, to do a spoiler cast where we get into it. And I will say this, I did reload my save. I picked, because I did save scum, basically. There was a choice in the middle of the epilogue that I made that I didn't feel great about. It felt right for my playthrough, but... um,
0: Kind of Especially to as yeah.
1: it ultimately played out, um, I really didn't like it. So I picked a different option. That ending didn't have any bugs. Um, that ending did represent more characters than the the other one did. Um, it still was a little unfulfilling, but it was at least better. So, so this- obviously there is some variance depending on what choices you make, but... Um, yeah, overall, it was not the greatest ending in the world, but this game is so much more than the last bit. And, yeah. you know, this game gets compared a lot to Dragon Age or oh, can't do it. You guys are oranges. Dragon, Dragon oranges, Dragon Age, Oranges, yep. Yep. Origins, Origins. I swear I hate it so much. <laughs> I cannot say this game's name proper ever again. Yeah, <laughs> Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> Even when I say
0: it right, it sounds sounds wrong. wrong. Yeah, no, I get it. You just say Dragon Um, Age one. There you go. Just say that.
1: The first Dragon Age game. Yep. Like people made fun of that game because it ended and you got like a novel to read. It's just like text popped up and you're like, oh, geez. All right. Let's read through this. But it told you everything that happened. And I don't think that's necessarily a great way to handle it. But at least you got a good like variety and scope of, of what to think of the world. This felt really, really light to me. Um, But like I said, the next day, there was literally a patch that fixed some of those complaints that I had. uh, And I have not seen the ending post the changes. So I can't say if it's better or not. You still have the save, right? You
0: could go back and check if you wanted. Yeah, I could. Yeah. 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 Do you want Um, to?
1: Although... The save is like mid ending. So I don't know. I don't know if it would work or not. It oh, should. Yeah. But the save is literally in the middle of the cutscene. Got it. Because, um, you know, anytime they give you dialogue, you can quick save and it will go right, right back to that bit of dialogue. So as soon as you can choose something, you can technically save. Um, but yeah, it, it this game is more than that. So I don't want to get hung up too much on not liking the ending. And the fact that patch number two is already addressing content being requested for this makes me think that Larian kind of knows this too. I think for those of you out there that are going slow or maybe you're playing on PlayStation, you're just getting into it because it just came out. Like take your time because I think by the time a lot of people get to it, it's going to be great. They'll resolve all
0: that stuff. Yeah.
1: I, I remember checking in on your stream, Bo, um, and you were like, man, this is running better today. Uh, oh, yeah, and right. people were like, yeah, there was a patch and you were like, well, wait a minute, but it wasn't it wasn't running great last night. And people were like, yeah, that's because the patch was today. And you were like, oh, it's running so much better. Like, literally one patch later, Act 3 is running a lot better. They did another patch again that's supposed to make Act 3 run even better. You fixed a broken quest um, that I would crash on, actually. I was
2: able to it wasn't a quest. It was just a dialogue, but I was able to have it. Oh, that's see, like yeah, that's and, cool. Yeah,
1: and they're in they're in super fixed mode right now. Pretty it's much. M- it's moving quick. So I think if you know if you're not in x Three, if you're not at the end, take your time. It's getting better, and I, I can't say that just because I was left wanting more and maybe a little let down at the very last step, I, that doesn't poison the entire experience. I played this game for a long time. Actually, what is my play time on this game? It's, it's only the one playthrough, so uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm curious. I played for 156 hours.
2: Not bad. You wanna That's hear, it? you want to hear my number? Well, yours is gross. <laughs> you Tell it. What number. is it? Two hundred and seventy-seven. Two seventy-seven. And you're still
0: you're in Act Three, though, right? You're well past Act Two. I'm in Act Three.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty pretty close to the end, but I I keep. We'll get to me in a second, but I just want to say, like, I actually looked up my number and was shocked at how I was. <laughs> the game just... 300 hours, what the... Yeah.
0: What am I doing? But you're just life? doing all... You're doing every little thing, right? Every possible thing you're doing.
2: Well, I mean, like, er, yes. I, I tend to... I love the invisibility spell, so I tend to go into place... I tend to, like, scope places at first as a solo character and look up everything. It takes... I go to turn-based mode. It takes a lot of time, but it's fun.
0: What's crazy yeah, yeah. to me, though, okay. is the, according to how long to beat, and they have all this, how they build that data is interesting. But um, they say the main story will only take you 47. If you do main and side quests, 89. Completionist, 129. And then it says all styles, average 90. Everyone I know is going over that, though. Everyone so
1: yeah if, uh, but i i also think like there's character creation there are a few restarts in there bo has you know he leaves his game yeah, on. my, my main safe my main save file is
2: 180 <laughs> It's 180 hours it's so i have 80 i have like 90 80 hours of non-main campaign stuff yeah in multiplayer yeah. and the main campaign's 187 and that but that doesn't include the reloads so I don't know about you, John, but like I've definitely. Oh, well, like, I had
1: to do a lot of reloads.
2: <laughs> I do reloads for fun. Like I'll pass a battle, but I'll be like, it's like a lot of the combats like tactical strategy puzzles. So a good example is just a, a place called the Iron Throne. In Act, I don't know if you saw that in Act Three. Uh, under, under.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So that one's very much like a timed battle. You know, so like I, I did good. It's like um it's like, like a dragon when you get A A on your can quest and you I wanna go for S tier. <laughs> you know, you just like so I would reload a lot of battles just to play them again. Um I did the final battle in the house of hope, I don't know, uh which that was that was a really awesome part of the game. Um oh. I really enjoyed that. So like, you know, it took me an hour to do the first battle, and then I was like I beat it, but then an NPC died that another NPC commented on. I was like, oh, I didn't have to kill them. <laughs> I, I wonder what's going to happen if I do a non-lethal kill. I already passed, It's not safe coming. I already passed it. I'm just going to toggle non-lethal when I go to hit that one and just see what's different. And, like, I got two extra lines of dialogue. You know, it was no big deal. It didn't, it didn't affect anything, but I did the battle twice. And it was like, okay, that's neat. Yeah. Um, same with... Um, There's like the first really major boss that you face. There's an intimidation dialogue option and it's a 30 and I failed it, but I did go back and like reload an old save just to see what happened if I get 30. And it's funny because yes, the game's very like, the game does modify itself based on your decisions, but sometimes you just get an extra, t- you just get an extra two lines and the same result <laughs> happens, even though you rolled a 30 <laughs> and you yeah. know, it's like, you know, it's still a video game and has limits. Um, yeah, but anyways, uh, it's a lot of my time is taken up in that, but sorry, you were talking still Johnson. Sort of
1: talking no, about. no, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. I did do, I'll say this. There was one side quest left in my quest log when I finished it. Now that doesn't oh. mean I did everything. Um, well, that's partially true. Well, like there were true. there are some quests that will only resolve when you complete the game. So mm-hmm. there were objectives that were there, but they're very clearly objectives that like you have to beat the game in order to achieve this. It's kind of weird Whoa. that it's in your quest log that way. Whoa. um but like you know there's there's like a quest where it's like, hey, you know, the final your final objective when that's resolved, so-and-so wants to do this with it. You know, like, obviously you're not going to be able to do that till you beat the game. Mm. And um, so a few of those were in there. But as far as things that I could actually do, it was finding all the pieces of a clown. And I did, oh, not, yeah, I did yeah. not go find I have all one, the pieces I have, of a I'm still missing one piece.
2: I'm still missing one piece, so, but yeah, it's mm. been very annoying because it's so uh, heavy in
3: your inventory
0: aren't there they're are also fail <laughs> yeah. states right there are certain quests that if you fail out of them you're just yeah, yeah
2: um definitely i found another one um so you guys know what succubi and incubi are yeah yeah
0: dude lady yeah. succubus yes. man never
2: like willingly bang them
1: why did you do that
2: curiosity Curi- here <laughs> really yeah wow and like that it gets
3: really intense
1: so bad to like, take
2: you're, you're, to you're, like you're, the hells your <laughs> heart your heart stopping your brains on fire it's like fight back and or just i think there's a because i looked it up because i wanted to know the whole decision tree um there's an option to be like uh you can have my body but don't take my soul or you can be like yeah ride me into the night baby oh, and geez. you get basically banged to death um <laughs> by one of these creatures which makes sense that's what they do they're that's
1: part of the reason bo's playthrough is so long Is he can't he's just got too much morbid curiosity i was just like no this is a bad idea we're not gonna we're not gonna be hooking up with any uh, demons today no thank you but "But i gotta know what happens you can get a game over screen via sex
2: in the game confirmed for everyone that's pot so be careful what you're doing (laughs) Wow, is that true? You um, kill yourself? This Jeez. is
1: a. Well, no, I, w- I, got killed w- killed I will.
2: By the, the sec. Austin well, incubus, the Yeah. yeah. By the sex demon. The the sex, sex demons will I won't get,
1: get into yeah. spoilers for it. I won't say why. It's an act one thing. I mean, it could happen in any act, I guess. But, like, it's as early as act one, you would have this knowledge. And I'll still talk around it a little. But, warning. um, If you let. a a particular party member die and don't bring them back to life, it can result in a game over.
0: Oh my. Really? Oh
1: yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah.
0: I have to remember that.
1: So you have, you know, withers can bring party members back. You also have scrolls of revive or whatever, Right. Right. but there is a party member. If you choose to let that party member die and not bring them back after, uh, I believe two days of game time, uh, you will get a game over condition. Shadow heart, don't ever die. Is that who? That's no, it's not, not shadow it's heart. Not that's, heart. That's, just, that's just you feeling guilty, man.
2: <laughs> um, no, no. Also, uh, by the way, th- there's certain s- conditions where you can't res characters um, because the death is so final. And one of them is the incubus death, by the way. When you die to sex, you also cannot be resurrected. It's like a permanent... <laughs> permanent. Like Because I also tried it using a side character. Yeah, poor Shadow. Oh, Shadowheart actually, Shadowheart got sexed to death. <laughs> really? Yeah, and that's then, terrible. She doesn't. It that. is uh, man. Just it's nice. actually kind of horrific. Like, but I'm like, well, I'm in hell. What did I expect? <laughs> what do you expect? Like, <laughs> never go after us. And, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, and and then you can't res the character after that. Mm. It's not the only one. So yes, there are a lot of hard outs. Um, I also happened to catch the uh, world record run of ten minutes. Because my instinct told me that, even though I wasn't finished Act 3, I bet they either I'm gonna watch up to the point where they shortcut into Act 3 and I'll stop, or I'll see if there's an Act 2 ending and uh, confirm you can't actually roll credits in Act 2 with a very specific character and circumstance.
0: Really yeah Roll you're not
2: far enough Scott so like I think if you were as far as act 2 probably it'd be okay to say but
0: um... I'm in act 2 but I'm not anywhere near the end of act 2
2: oh you're in the shadow cursed uh, lands
0: yeah Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Time for ghosts and zombies. But I don't, it. Oh no, not even close. Yeah, uh,
2: okay. Yeah. Maybe you were if you're finished. Once you're finished act 2, you can watch the world record speedrun just for everyone's benefit. Sure. <laughs> it doesn't involve act 3 at all, which is impressive. <laughs> which really. Is they impressive, completely you know? skip over 3 in the world in the It's a very it's a very like specific scenario how you have to start the game, so don't try to think how do I finish the game. Oh, I'm not going to do not, that no. no, you're not going to. It's not really a spoiler, but there if you know Unless you figure out, it's sort of related to what John's talking about. But anyway, it's like four hour, four hour, mar-
0: or four minute Mario. I'm never doing that. I don't do speedruns. That's not my life. Yeah, ever.
2: No, no, no. But um, oh man. Uh, okay. So can I? have because I want. I have a few things to share. Have the floor. I, I, the floor I, don't have, is I don't have the video. That's fine. Um, Yeah, So uh, I, I'm at the point, John, where I've done everything, and I've just got the MacGuffins left. Two MacGuffins still. But oh, okay. um, did you did you uh, mess with the newspaper?
1: No, I got really arrogant. I was kind of hoping that there would be a there's there would be like a pathway to like mm-hmm. really show them up, and I I think I closed that path to me. Okay, you can sneak
2: in and, and then change what they're gonna print.
1: Oh okay. Yeah
2: yeah yeah. Okay. I was I was wondering about that. Um sorry that's more a spoiler thing, but anyways, um I banged someone Scott's not going to be happy about. So this isn't the incubus. Um uh, I feel this is not a spoiler because this is going to come up and you are 100 like if something with tentacles wanted to bang you you're you're saying no, right? No, hell no. Okay, I am not so, banging anything with so, tentacles. So this is is a spoiler. But you're gonna say no anyways. But it is possible to have sex with a mind flare in this game. Great, and canonically I did so, and Lazelle doubled down on loving me after it. So that's and that's all kind of bad reinforcement there. <laughs> I got a really
0: great cutscene with her after. Um, Those guys never. Guys, they've already screwed me in the eye. I'm not letting them screw me anywhere. It's, it's anywhere an else.
2: achievement you can get. Only four percent of the player base have gotten. Although I didn't do it for the achievement. I didn't know what that was. But
0: uh, oh, so you just did the. You didn't do it based on someone says, "Hey, you got to do this." Yeah,
2: I, I did it for science, man. I did it on stream too, so that's. I do have video of it, uh, but. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you guys want to well, I see I mind.
0: don't need to, I'm fine for now. No, I'm,
2: you
1: know. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm, all right. I'm well, anyways, be, I, I believe say, you. They,
2: really, the, 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 the love opportunities don't stop at the party members in camp. A, there, are, there are a multitude of opportunities to get uh, jiggy with it, as Will Smith would say. Yeah. Um, also, my favorite item in this game has been the old floppy hat. I've worn it since the start. And I... I couldn't, I've never been happier about a loot drop where I found a very rare version of the old floppy hat with really great.
0: What's the rarity stats on it
2: or what? It's like purple, right? Yeah. Yeah, The stats, it's not, it doesn't have stats. I think you get to advantage on perception and something else. Like you, it's just like two skill check. It was like the perfect hat. Yeah. And now that thing never leaves my head. Um, I I have that. that, I
0: think I have that hat, but it isn't, but it's not, not, it's not, it's green, I think. It's nothing fancy.
2: Yeah, I dyed mine black to make it look cool, but it is the best item in the game. I love the old floppy hat. I've been wearing it forever, anyways. <laughs> and then I wanted to have a few, so just, uh, John had a, a, a critique. I wish I could conversate with him because I'm just not quite there yet. Because he's probably right. <laughs> you know, he's probably right about it. That you know, we could definitely use more ending, but I I, I can't do that. But um, let me just. Because maybe they're listening, developers, whatever, if they're working on a definitive edition or improvements, if they don't have it on their list, maybe they can discuss it if it makes their way. You know, just putting it out there, right? A few critiques I have as far as I am. I think uh, I hit level 12 pretty much at the start of act three, and I I have like 600,000 experience points because it still counts for experience, and they're going towards nothing. I don't want level 13 or 14. I understand all the rationale and work involved, but, um, in the dungeon master guide, like even though you hit level 20, you can give people epic levels after 20. If you're still playing a campaign after 20, which would just be like a plus one in the stat of your choosing or skill of your choice or something like that. Right. Like something very small, but I, I, now that I've played quite a bit, I'm like, I don't think it'd be too game breaking to let me, you know, give me two constitution points towards the end or something like that. And Mm. then, I think it would f- make the
1: experience, you know, just like the the drive, like the, the oh, I got experience, that's great, um, or even cause, something where because like yeah. one of the things that bummed me out, just to piggyback off of this, because I think yeah. I think you're a hundred percent right. Like, I understand why you can't get up to level twenty in this game, um, but I do think that there's a lot of cool stuff that comes with all those additional level ups that you may or may not get to. It especially made multi classing feel unappealing because like already with multiclassing, you do feel like you're cutting your legs out from under you a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, like you, you're really weighing it on a level 20 basis when you have to stop at level 12, like even more so because um, you're really only going to probably put one or two points in a second class. And so you're really only getting that level 10 power jump and then you're missing anything else that would come after that. Um, and as a result, I think one of the victims of this is uh, feats. Uh, feats in this game, it feels not great to not pick ability score improvements because knowing that you're only going to get to level 12 and you only have so many chances to increase those stats, um, you feel much more compelled that you have to pick the two point ability score improvement just to get like real deep into D D knowledge here metagame yeah, yeah, game no, knowledge. Sure. Yeah. And as a result, you end up skipping uh, a lot of, you end up skipping a lot of feats that I think there are actually really cool feats in the game uh, that are worth taking, but you really only in a game where you know, you're going to go to 20 or you're going to go at least a little higher. Do you feel good about taking those? So yeah. some, way to incorporate the feat system into either a post max level leveling system or even tied more to the items would be cool because I felt like the build I wanted to do utilized feats a lot and when I was taking them I felt extremely weak by comparison and quickly realized oh you know what I really if I've only got 12 levels to work with. I need to just focus on one maybe two classes and just really focus on stats. Yeah, you only and get that's six not as points. much fun. Using max
2: ASI you only get 6 points over the course of your 12 levels. Yeah. If you don't multiclass if you multiclass you delay it and don't even you miss out on one. Yeah. And so you only get 4 and they're really like the I'm surprised they're, they weren't aware of this because that's pretty common discussion point online is Everyone's like, how do you build? How do you level it? It's like uh, main stat constitution. There's no, there's not a lot of creativity or flexibility. Feats are tied into the system. So it's not like you can build your character to leverage feats. It's either, or, so you're completely right. I think, um, that's, I think that was the one disappointment is that I think they could have taking a bit of license on the, like give you the ASI and then give you a feat or something like that at the same time. It
0: strikes me that they probably knew that and wrestled with it. And in the final, you know, machinations of this game, couldn't include it for some reason that we're not thinking of. Cause I mean, just, they
2: might've been required by Watsy for all. I'm sure they don't care because all their other video yeah. games don't follow the rule system. That's but, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's like I think there's some stuff they can smooth out to to you know it's house rules, right? Dungeons and Dragons doesn't have to adhere to the rules at all. They can just be like this makes for a better game. I think they should give uh, small leveling rewards after twelve, and I think yeah feats. I think they need to think about maybe house ruling. You get an ASI and a feat, and then take out any stat increases from the existing feats.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think it's because I mean part of it is you. Not power leveled, but you you leveled real quick because you were doing every tiny thing. You were getting XP for stuff that no one even sees in their playthrough.
2: Well, I did like, it's funny, I did try to lift every rock and do every little thing before moving on. Including, I went all the way to the Underdark, then backtracked up to the surface. You know, I did everything that I could think of. Might not actually be everything. But um, yeah, I leveled up. Like I was max level pretty much, I think I was 11 when I got to starting Act 3. Act 3 has a lot of content in it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it just, it would just would be nice just to get a little bump here or there. Cause I'm earning all this XP and I don't need the 13th level, but I, I definitely want the stat increase just because, you know, it does feel better when you have greater odds to hit. <laughs> there are some high AC characters in there and you're just like, I miss again, but, yeah. uh, yeah. All um, right. I also wanted to say, I don't know, I've been kind of dipping back and forth on this. I don't feel exactly one way, but act three is by far uh, the most dense out of all of them. It's a, it's a big space, but it just feels like every corner has got something. Every house has something. Every NPC maybe has something. It's a lot. It's, it's hard; like you, you can barely walk five feet trying to get across town to do something and then get into some other adventure. And, um, that's great, but it almost feels too tightly packed. Hmm. And, And specifically, I think part of it is, I remember John last week saying, hey, it's Baldur's Gate and it has Baldur's Gate in the game. Amazing. (laughs) And I think they've kind of done the Jaws thing or the movie monster movie thing where the title thing happens in the last act. And I haven't done the last run of adventure yet. But my sense is I'm really craving a dungeon to go through and... I do like the experiences I've had with what would qualify as dungeons, but um the city still feels like a hub, <laughs> you know. I feel like almost the game's a little backwards in terms of what act two and act three are it feels like. Baldur's Gate should be act two and whatever Shadow Curse Land, you know, should be Act Three. I
0: feel like John you kinda of said that last week too. You seem to
1: I think so. I yeah, agree. you're kind of
0: you're kind of agreeing with each other, I think, on that point. I haven't seen that yeah. yet, so I don't know, but I-
1: I, I think for me, um, I think for me and it, it I don't want to suggest that you could just lift one and put it in Act two and lift act two and put it in act three and everything would be resolved. That's not no, true. No. Like there's a logic and flow to the story, but in terms of like what my expectations uh, would be for the game, like if you had asked me,, uh, well, we we talked about this. I was actually really confused about where the act breaks were in the game because it's not like, The game puts up a big screen that goes act two. Yeah, it doesn't. And so I Bo kept checking in with us for a while. And he probably thought, like, man, John's really taking his time. Because I was actually ahead of Bo. But every time he checked in with me, I was like, Yeah, I'm in Act One still. I think I'm wrapping it up. And I was actually in Act Two because for whatever reason in my head, I just assumed that getting to Baldur's Gate would be Act Two. All the tieflings Mm -hmm. I was talking to in Act One were like, We're going to the city, we'll meet you at the city. Uh, It's all about the city like that felt like the progression. And I was just like, geez, this act one's really big. And then you'd go online. You didn't want spoilers. So you're asking in a real roundabout way. You're like, where are the act breaks? And they're like, act one is very long. So I was just like, well, I guess I'm still in act one. And in reality, I was nearing the end of act two. Yeah,
0: they don't demarcate them at all. This game. Yeah. They don't, so they don't I ever could do an
1: expansion where they add the act four in. I wouldn't be mad about that. <laughs> I, I, I would love an act four. Like yeah. I, I, I just would love more of this game. Like like that's the truth. I love these characters. I love this world. I think it looks great. I think it plays great. Uh I would want to see a lot of time spent on it, and maybe maybe you do give us a level increase to yeah. You know, 16? Yeah, or even like <laughs> so, even like Bo like said, that.
0: even like Bo said, just give you a place to put that XP now that you've earned now,
1: it. Now there is an uh, there is in the game an alternate leveling skill system uh, that you can opt into, but I feel like the game encourages you not to participate in it. The game makes you think it's a bad idea. And while they do put it in your quest log, like, hey, try this, I think a lot of people don't necessarily try it. But there is an alternate advancement type of leveling in the game.
0: Um, Sex with succubuses. No?
1: No, it involves, we'll just say it involves the tadpoles. That's a thing introduced very early. Okay. Um, I tried it at one point. But I was playing my character and my story very, I don't want to be a mind flayer. So the idea of consuming additional tadpoles as a character that wants the one tadpole removed from him, uh, was that didn't make sense to me. (laughs) So I skipped that system altogether. But if you do that, you do unlock additional powers that you can put points into and values into.
0: That makes sense. It's a little bit about like vampiric stuff or, or whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever bonusy it's, thing you get. I get that.
1: It's not based on XP. Um, it's based on finding items in the world, but it is there. Right.
0: Interesting. Well, uh, when you guys finish it, everyone will look forward to the spoiler cast where you can openly freely talk about these details. I look forward to it too, but I'm so far behind you guys.
2: I'm I'm, I'm really interested in seeing like where the divergences are. Although I suspect, John, I played fairly similar versions of the game. I think we did. I played slower and longer, but that's, um, we're both bards and I think we both highly valued our party members, but I'm sure there's still going to be variances. Right. Yeah. Well,
1: I, uh, I only found out today that there was uh, somebody was talking about like, oh, it's so cool. They added a new dialogue for the dark elf character for your party. I went, um, what Thar- dark elf character for my party?
0: Dark elf. Hold on.
1: There's it- a drow in the goblin in that
2: area in act one. Yeah. Who she- is a, an actual playable character. You might even have had a dialogue with her. If I killed her. her.
1: Yeah. Then you killed yeah. the playable character. I didn't a, know she was playable. That is a potential, is a potential party member. Oh, she's I didn't cool. know either. She's I cool. I did because
2: I, she had a corpse, and something was weird. I was picking up corpses and throwing them in the chasm, and her corpse behaved differently, and I didn't realize that's how a player character's corpse behaved. Oh, weird. And then, then I, I happened to look it up. I'm like, is this a playable character? And I was like, yep. Yeah. And then I closed the window, and I, was, I brought it to camp because I thought I could res it, so I was in my camp chest for a little while. <laughs> And then I threw it away. That's why
0: outside outside of specific endings, that's why this game has never felt that spoilery to me. Because we just talked about a character who all three of us treated in a totally. We had a very different experience with that person.
3: Yeah, you know. And Apparently then there was some fourth guy Institute. who actually
0: had him on their team and took her all the way through the end of the game and played her. As, you know, as their secondary main or whatever. And then there are those of yeah. us who killed her right away. And Bo's trying to throw her body in the chasm, and John had no idea. Just did the missions and got out. He like.
3: How I do you even it, spoil a game it, I don't like
2: think this. anyone plays evil on their first playthrough. Maybe maybe a few do, but not many. So probably not many are right. aware.
0: Because she's a drow right. with an attitude. I She'll
2: side you. with you if you slaughter the tieflings and join with the goblins.
0: Yeah. I wasn't going to do that. I couldn't.
2: I'm going to do that next time. Yeah. Go
0: in there and be evil. I, I want to hear about that. Uh, all right. Well, there's that. I played about it so quickly. My baller's gate time was this after our last show, I played about an hour of the game. Then I had to leave town It was my anniversary. And so Kim and I had plans. So we left. We were in this hotel. And, and Kim
1: said, don't bring Shadowheart."
0: Things got weird because um, I don't know what happened. Well, I do know what happened. Two things happened. Sea of stars came out and I was like, well, I got to, I need to at least touch on that. So that'll be my cool. Bring it with me. Portable thing. Um, I'll take it on the steam deck. So at night and stuff, I'll just pop that out and play it. And uh, sure enough, that game's rad, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But I played a bunch of that. That totally sidetracked me. And then, I don't know if it was the re- that's this is the reason why this happened, but when I had any kind of downtime to play any games, I just didn't want to do anything that took a brain. I was just like, you know what? I need to be just, like, chilling. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to make big decisions. I just want to do stuff. So I pulled up... <laughs> I pulled up... Uh, Power Wash Simulator again. And, Wait,
2: and you it, didn't play that much Sea of Stars.
0: Play? Oh no, I played a ton of it. But I played. Oh. If I wasn't playing that, I was playing that. It was it, instead of playing uh Baldur's Gate, which plays fine on the Steam Deck. It's just kind of I prefer a huge screen for it because there's just so much shit going on on the screen. It's not the it's yeah. not the pri- you know primary way I want to play it. Um, so if I wasn't playing Sea of Stars, I played Power Wash Simulator because I just wanted to park my brain and do not- something. Dumb and it has admit, worse right?
2: hammer stuff now, right?
0: They have, yeah, they have. Oh, John, you'd love it. They have a whole ton of. Well, I guess you both would because it's Final Fantasy VII. But they have all this Final Fantasy VII shit I can clean now. So like, uh, nice. the motorcycle with the guy that's like, oh, I forgot his name, but the mo- but his motorcycle, um, the the right. uh, clouds sword, um, some big mech things I forget some boss fight mech things. Anyway, I get to go clean all those. There's SpongeBob DLC. There's um, Warhammer stuff. What else? Uh, what other weird thing that I see? They have all. They have crazy. Oh, they're they're bringing a Back to the Future like DeLorean pack and.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Anyway, I ended up just playing the shit out of that, and I don't know what took over me, but I ended up playing way more than I thought. So I was not able to play, or I didn't play that much Baldur's Gate, mostly because Sea of Stars is so good. So. Let me talk about that real quick. And I'll get it out of the way. And then let's go back to Starfield. Sea of Stars is this uh, JRPG game that I've been looking forward to for a really long time. Um, a French developer uh, has been making it. It was originally a Kickstarter. Uh, people were big, you know, big freak out about that when it first landed because the whole claim was this is going to play a lot like Chrono Trigger mixed with a little bit of Mario uh, RPG in terms of the mechanics. And it's going to be big and sprawling and you know, beautiful and pixels and all this stuff. And sure enough, it's all those things. I think it might be just behind Baldur's Gate 3 in the reviews right now in terms of, of, uh, of uh, you know, Metacritic and others very highly reviewed right now. And it is great. John, you will be playing this game at some point. I don't know when. Oh, I know. But yeah, you will. Yeah, it'll happen. Um, maybe even bow. Not that you wouldn't normally bow, but it, it, I think that this is a... No, oh,
1: I've been interested
2: in it. I definitely, you know, the trailer did a lot for it on Steam.
0: I can say that it has got some of the best pixel art I've ever seen. Um, it is, in, on one hand, it feels nostalgic and like I'm playing a SNES or a Genesis or something. And then there are other times where I'm like, well, there's no way this looks that good in those systems. Like they're they're definitely doing things lighting wise and and stuff. the The battle system is great. It is turn based, and you fight uh, a lot like you do in Chrono Trigger. Uh, but the Mario stuff is definitely there. Lots of timed landings. You know, like if you're going to go strike somebody, if you hit the button just right while you're swinging, you'll get a double hit. Or when they're coming at you, if you can figure out what the the enemies are doing. You can do a block and uh, cut down on the damage by half, and things like that. Uh, the story is really good so far. Um, it doesn't feel convoluted in anime to me. It feels like a normal, <laughs> sorry, a normal story by my standards.
1: A normal story. A normal you know, one story. Of those weird things that not normal people would come up.
0: with. Exactly. Um, anyway, the characters are great. The dialogue is great. Um. It is a very cool little game. Uh, I think that they've made something pretty special here. The only complaint I have is they have a pirate character I just met, who is great and funny, even. But I can't, I can't tell if they're typoing or if it's really what they mean to say. So instead of saying the word of of, they say ov, and I and I think they're doing it on purpose. But it's also you use the word of so infrequently. It d- is
2: it phonetic spelling, like? Yeah, like, like ove. An accent or something like, like love some people or do of. say of. Yeah, and they, it is like they wouldn't spell it that way, and they tell you they're saying of, but they're really saying ov. Yeah,
0: I usually when they do that, they'll of.
2: accent it. Even somehow. I think I say of with a v.
0: Do you of
2: of yeah. See, of stars of
0: stars? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just. There's also some weird placements of some uh commas in some sentences where they're not meant to be there, but whatever. It's a French developer. Uh, localization's oh, yeah. hard, whatever. It's fine.
2: Yeah. We gotta, we gotta find everything we can to make sure it's not game of the year. So Baldur's gate three wins.
0: Yeah. It it look, it will, 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 will this be in my top five at the end of the year? Probably. Will this be number one? Probably not. Um, but I think,
2: cool, I think it's cool. I think it's great.
0: Um there's even a little Octopath Traveler stuff going on about like
2: how I mean, turns I see work. The reviews that I saw like some people saying like Chrono Trigger 2, you know. Yeah.
1: You that's a pretty chrono- strong bit of praise right there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why I'm like, really, guys? Really? I, I think that's why I'm hesitant to play it, honestly. Like that's you I couldn't. people possibly are saying that. saying that. Right. Like people are saying that to draw comparisons to Art and storytelling and gameplay style and all of that, but the problem is, is that I hear that and it builds an expectation of overall quality. Like, how in could lot they of ever different do it. Areas right. and right. It, I I definitely worry about this game being overhyped for
2: me. I get so it. So
0: totally get it. I'm, and you should I'm feel pissed. that way, given your love for. For Chrono Trigger.
2: Yeah. I know how much it's you the best game. JRPG to come out this year.
0: Yeah. It's very, very good. <laughs> um, I will say that, uh, um, what was I going to say? Oh, the music's insane, and it's the Chrono Trigger music guy. They got him. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there's one direct comparison you can make, and the music's fantastic. Anyway, I really like it, and I'm going to keep at it. It really sidetracked me from Baldur's Gate this week. Um, but then no, something. No, no. Let's Any like
2: armored core of this? Oh, yeah, there is armored core. Yeah,
0: John John will talk all about I can't wait to hear about that, too. So let's jump back up to Starfield real quick. Starfield came out in early access a week early for people that got the big uh, premium edition. I got to give a big shout out. I was just going to wait until regular Game Pass day. But uh, listener Brian Robbery wrote me and said, hey, I've listened to you for like a decade. I want to give back. And I said, what do you mean? He says, how about I give you Starfield Premium? You can start playing it now. And I said, oh, you don't have to do that. He says, it doesn't matter. I'm still doing it. So he did it.
2: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Very kind. I, I was only thing. pretending to ask your permission. And <laughs> I'm actually going
0: to just- <laughs> I'm do it anyway. Anyway, it was very nice to do that. And I wasn't even planning on it. And so this was Thursday before the show. And I was feeling pretty rough uh, from that chicken long story that's in the pre-show. Um, but I was able to, I was able to get in there cause I'm thinking, well, if we're going to do the show, cause at that point I thought I was still good enough that I wanted to have a little bit of poke in there. I just want to see what's up and, uh, not, the, not bows kind of poke with like succubuses and stuff like that, but you know, like I just want to fiddle with the
2: game. <laughs> you know, I so. thought about commenting, but then I left it alone. So you did it for me. You're That's welcome. Great. So, uh, I, I do a lot of poking around Baldur's Gate. It's true.
0: It's true. So I, uh, fired this thing up and, uh, got to the point where there's like an initial quest thing where you don't really know who you are, uh, which is kind of typical, uh, these guys, you know, this is what Bethesda does. And then you make a character after that and you decide how they look and are and everything. I got to about that far. And then I'm like, all right, that's good enough to talk about on the show. And then we didn't have a show. So I've had another three hours into this game since then. And I'm not here to tell anyone that, that the best game of the year isn't Baldur's Gate 3, because I think the best game of the year is Baldur's Gate 3 so far. All right. I really do. Even, even though I'm not even near Act 3, I think it's going to be game of the year, probably for all three of us. Uh, however, Bethesda made a Bethesda ass video game and I am 100% here for it because I love those. So everything I like about those, the, the, the exploration, the carrying around too much shit I found in a room, the, uh, the, the, the way you interact with other characters, uh, and, and, and stuff like that, how you spec out your character, all the things that this game is, is Skyrim, Fallout, all of those systems. It is all very familiar in those, in those ways, uh, I think it's competent in some other ways that and this is a more polished experience out of the door. I think I'm having less like weird world issues and geometry problems or I haven't had a crash. Like this is unusual for a Bethesda's launch. But Bethesda made a Bethesda game and I love those. So I'm already way in. 3 hours in, I'm already I think this is going to be at the very least close to number 2 if not exactly number 2 for me this year. So that's hmm. where I'm at with it. John had some time to play with it. It played one hour, three hours, three hours. Yeah, okay. um, there was well, a lot good. of because
2: i what I've read is like it took me a while to start liking it. And so, if you like it within three hours, I think the reason yeah. is
0: I think some people were like, "All right, so you're a Bethesda game. What else are you?" And maybe that takes longer. But I'm already I'm biased and I'm already in on those immediate Bethesda tropes. Like they work for me out of the gate. They always have. They probably always will um i believe i fully believe that some of these reviewers are people that say well i was about 10 hours in before everything really clicked um and that's exciting to me because it's already clicking so imagine how happy i'll be in 10 hours do you know what i'm saying like i actually pretty stoked about getting there um but i didn't have that problem i didn't get in here and go oh this seems slow where's the i don't get where i I didn't have this so that's why i'm excited the
3: the
2: conversation around Starfield has been so exhausting and lame it's (laughs) <laughs> <It's> been, <laughs> it's, I, I, i've been wanting to take a week off of the internet yeah the internet's been real stupid around it um yeah no, know, i and, mean it's a bethesda game it's going to be you know unless it's like sh- shockingly something got screwed up it's probably going to be all right yeah, yeah it,
0: whether and whether i mean obviously you uh, it depends on who you are and so john's had some time with it yeah i think he and i are seeing it a little differently. So I'm curious to hear John's take so we can talk about it here on the show. So John, what do you think yeah. so far of your experience, your early access experience with Bethesda's Starfield?
1: It seems okay. <laughs> I'm so glad I set it up like
0: that so you could just say it seems okay.
1: Anyway, um, yeah. Like, let me give you my background with Bethesda games because I, think hours. I I think it's important <laughs> to understand where I'm coming from as a Bethesda fan first. Yeah. I have never liked a Bethesda game the first time I play it. Yeah. Except for maybe Elder Scrolls Morrowind. And even with Morrowind, there was a lot of false starts before it finally clicked and I fell in love with the game.
3: Mm.
1: But Morrowind, um, Oblivion, Skyrim... Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Um, all of these games are stories of me booting it up, going, yeah, this seems kind of cool. It seems like, I don't know, maybe this game sucks. Maybe it's great. I don't know. And turning it off and then coming back months later, sometimes not months, I'll say I stuck with Skyrim. I had seen it I like... I had been through this enough with Skyrim to know to stick with Skyrim. Skyrim was one of the quicker ones. Right. But um, come back to it and go, oh, wait, this is actually something really cool and something really special. And some of my favorite games of all time are Bethesda games. Uh, Morrowind, Skyrim, Fallout 3, and its expansions are three of my favorite games like of all time like they are very high yeah. up there yeah but i didn't like any of them right away yeah uh and i kind of feel like that might end up being the case with this game too mm. i got in it and i thought well this looks better than most of their games uh i still it still feels like oddly like, muted like it's just weird like you're in a cave using a laser and for some reason it's just the laser goes off and it doesn't feel like it's a light. Somehow things get darker by firing a laser. I don't know. There's just something weird graphically that I don't like. But uh, it looks good. Uh, it's a little jarring. Like whatever they're doing for facial animation is really impressive technically because it, it it's better than what they've usually had. Because, you know, Bethesda notorious for that, like, square directly up uncomfortably on someone as they stare directly into your soul and then they talk to you. But now it actually looks like they're saying the words they're saying, Mm. but it also looks like they're over enunciating. (laughs) It's like someone told them, like, hey, uh, you really need to. It looks like everybody's doing that thing where uh, that obnoxious trope where someone doesn't seem to understand them. So they go. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. like that's what all their faces are doing. So I'm like really impressed that the technology, while also being distracted by the technology, and being like, "Man, they are really over animating the face." Although you know, as somebody whose uh, mother-in-law is deaf, and so it is a thing I think about. You might be able to lip read through this game. I don't know. Mm. Like it looks like it. Yeah, but uh anyway like these are all little things uh overall i think the game seems like it has a lot of potential uh the things it seems to be doing right are the things that no man's sky doesn't do great and the things that this game does badly is the things no man's sky is great at i really want to find a place where the mish like you can mash those two together because i gotta tell you like Taking off in a spaceship has never been more dull than in Starfield. Mm. What an unimpressive spectacle that was. <laughs> to get aboard my ship, right click to open my menu, select the pla- like the map icon from my inventory menu and then B button out to see space and then see a generic lift-off screen load out and now we're in space mm. like it was just extraordinarily unimpressive like that majestic feeling in no man's sky where you first leave a planet you're like oh my gosh this is incredible uh was so so dull well in this. do you do you okay i i see
0: where your point is with that but like when you were playing mass effect all those years ago did you feel that way then or is it because No Man's Sky came along and made you go oh it can be different we can this can be a seamless I think travel. the
1: difference is that, that I feel like the comparison to, here's why I think comparing to No Man's Sky is fair. I feel like both games are trying to accomplish something very similar. Mm. And so I I think that with Mass Effect like you know I I think the score did a lot to help Mass Effect. Yeah.
0: Music's real good in this right. game, though, by the way. Real um, good.
1: but But uh, I think it's fair in a game about space exploration that going into space should feel cool. Like, like, like traveling space should feel cool. Traveling in space in this game has been the least cool thing I've done. Like um, yeah. when I prioritize my things, here's what's been interesting. Okay. My interactions with people, yeah. the shooting actually really good Agreed. for something that was one of my biggest fears about like this game, like seeing the shooting and going like, oh, that looks awful. Like the shootings, it's not Doom, but it's not terrible.
0: Um, Fallout was poopy shooting. This is not poopy the, shooting. The
2: Doom guys helped them with the shooter, act- the shooting. Did they section. good
1: lock picking yeah. mini game? Awesome!
0: I love it. That's like, amazing. <clears throat>
1: I didn't think you could improve
0: on lockpicking mini games. They did. It's great. It's very good. Although it's very tech I,
1: it's very tech focused. W- you
0: couldn't convert this to like a fantasy game very well. I don't think.
1: I went to a random spot on a planet and you know what? There's a lot more interesting things to do there than in No Man's Sky. I landed on a random ass part of a planet. I just picked the spot and I was like, let's see what exploration is like. Walk, got out, there was a big, like, frozen, it looked like an oil refinery. I don't know if that's what it was, but I went out and explored it, and it was infected with monsters, and then because of the perks I picked, bounty hunters showed up to try to uh, arrest me in the middle of the exploration, and then they had to fight the monsters, and I had to fight monsters and bounty hunters. Great time. Like yeah, it's good stuff. A lot better than walking around the same environments in No Man's Sky. But space travel is targeting my ship, pressing A to fast travel onto my ship, sitting down, opening a menu, selecting a thing, hitting X to travel. Oh, I'm there. Now do I want to travel somewhere else? Okay, select, hit X to travel. Okay, you're there. The magic of space flight. And even those first dogfights, now I've seen video with like asteroids and stuff, so I know there is actually some like flying and maneuvering, mm-hmm. but the first space fights they put you in. They're pretty basic. Are so, bo- are so boring. Yeah. They're basic. Like, there's nothing incredibly fancy, incredibly boring. Yeah. You don't feel like you're getting any closer to the planet. You just you, like, th- because there's no sense of motion. You just feel like you're like, I was, I, I didn't e- I'm like, is my ship moving mm. right now? Mm. I kind of can't even tell if it is. Mm. Um, so the space part of this game, I have not enjoyed so far. The look—you have to
0: admit, though—the look of the interiors and even the exteriors—they've gone for like Nostromo alien era-looking shit everywhere. And yeah, even said I think it, it
1: looks—I think it looks great. Like again, I think this is a good game, and I suspect I will get to a point where I really like this. But um, you're—you know—this game is selling you on the idea of getting out and seeing and exploring the universe. That's literally yeah. the mandate of the organization that you join at the beginning. And right now that is the least fun thing I'm doing in the video. Well, game. let me ask you this. If you, you could it's do supposed to be that way.
0: Well, I think, Sorry. I think what they would, sh- I think what I would have preferred because I see your point and I think you're probably right. Uh, but what I do think I wish they would have done is made it. So if, if John wanted to, get in a ship, launch, and then maneuver off the planet and be out in orbit orbit and kind of go through that whole process and then fly to the thing where it is, do it all, you know, uh I'm trying to think of another, well, No Man's Sky style, right? If that's how you wanted to do it. I yeah. wish the game would let you do that if you wanted to. Um, but I do appreciate a game that shortens all of that stuff into some quick shortcuts and fast travel later on when I'm tired of doing that. Do you see what I'm saying? No, I
1: agree. I like that the fast travel is there, but it has made something that should feel, in my opinion, um, like big and majestic and intrinsic to this adventure, really mundane and trivial. Mm. Like the fact that you don't even launch it from an instrument on the cockpit, like you sit down at the cockpit and then you press start to go into your inventory to select your map navigation. It's not even like a console command on the ship. Yes and no. Or your alternative is you can get up out of the chair, walk back to a navigation table and look at that, and then it teleports you back to the chair once you navigate.
0: Yeah, well, there is another way, though. You don't have to do the menu thing. If you get into the chair, you're on a planet and you want to take off. When you get in, one of the options up in front of your HUD is take off. You hit takeoff and the whole thing goes. He starts flicking switches. Everything warms up. You get a weird red thing that's like showing all your systems. And then, then it cuts to now the ship is picking up and you see it take off over the thing. And now you're out in space after a little bit of of a black screen. So it's not perfect, but there is a way to if you want to simulate that feeling of I just pushed a bunch of shit and got out of here. You can, or you can do like you said, plot your courses, and then it just eliminates all that middleware for you to go out there. And again, I, I, I think it's cool that I can do both. I would like to do more than just, you know, go out there in that way. I would like to have more, I would like to have more of a feeling that this world is seamless and all the load times are just happening without me ever thinking about it. I would love that. That would be freaking great like a little more like what it's like on the planets themselves. Because when you go land like on Venus or wherever the hell I was, and there was a refinery, a little bit like what you did. When I ran out there, it was a long way to go, and it felt important to go there. And when I finally got there, there was stuff to do and things to deal with and story that unfolded and resources to be concerned with and, and mine on my way. And it seemed like a very outside to inside, very seamless, very cool traversal. But you're not wrong. The ship stuff feels load screeny.
1: Well, like, and and yeah, and you're right because when I did that, when I when I took the journey to get up to that and go through that, I'm glad that I walked there. When I was done, I was really glad that I could fast travel back.
3: Right, right,
1: right. right. Like when I cleared out that first pirate base. I was really glad that I could just fast travel back to my ship. I'm not trying to make the case that fast travel shouldn't be in the video game. Right. I think it should. I yeah. just think... I, I Honestly, I think one of the biggest problems with this game is that I think the UI in general is good, but needs to be more. And I wish that when I sat down at the damn chair... I could just like look at something and plot my navigation from the chair. I clearly like just put that in. That's simple. I also find it incredibly frustrating that when I'm walking around the world and looking at stuff, there is nothing that identifies what it is I'm looking at. Like I would go over to bodies and I'd look at it, and it's like looking down a list and I'm like, what is this junk that I'm looking at? Some of it I know, like okay, this looks like ammo cuz it's got a number next to it. What's this? It's like the nastulio. Okay, oh, what the fuck is a nastulio? All you, all you and is, then you pick it up and it's like this is a gun. And you're like, "Oh, well why can't you show me that it's a gun?" And they, they can. They do it in a I dumb way. At
0: they do it in a dumb way. So instead of having you look at it right then, if you hit X while you're hovering over the body, now all of those internals, whatever the guy's carrying that you're going to either sift through or take all of or whatever, it will now be, now you get a big detailed thing, including a model you can rotate, whether you want it or not, you see the but stat why do I differences.
1: have to hit X? Why doesn't it do it by default? Well,
0: it could do it by default. I I think that they've got a, they have a UI problem there where where they're trying to give quick information for a quick loot, but then, because you know you know, when you see credits, well, I know I want those credits. And if you see, oh, he's got some food on him, I may or may not want that food, or he has health on him, I'll take that. But that helmet he's wearing, I don't know if I want that. Like, is it any better than what I have? I don't want to just load up on heavy equipment. So they give you this hit X if you're on a controller. You hit X and it brings anything that's left on the body up there. And you can see in full detail all the stat changes from what you're already wearing, whether it's any good or not. And then you can just be out and you're not in, and not take it instead of putting it in yeah, your inventory.
1: Yeah, but where's the middle ground? Like already in your inventory, they divide it. And modders, like, look, here's the thing. This is what, part of where my frustration comes in. And this is also like... I think this is probably going to be fine and it's a nothing thing to be upset about, but Bethesda has been making this type of game for a long time. Like people have said it in a positive. It's a Bethesda game. People have said it in a negative. It's a Bethesda game. Yeah. It's a Bethesda game, but also they've been making this for years. How is it that they have not incorporated the variety of things that are the top downloaded mods for every single game they've ever made to be a default in their new game when it comes out. How is it so hard for them to go to game files or whatever website stores all this shit and go, hey, what are the most popular non-penis mods that are available for our video games right now? Yeah. And See what those are and go, hmm, do you think that should be a base level feature in our game that's exactly like the other ones that we made? Yeah, maybe that would be great. Like their inventory already divides everything up between helmets, guns, suits, clothes. Like it already delineates that. So why isn't there an icon for each one of those things that you can put on the clean, small UI so that when I look at it, I know that a Nestulio is a gun? Hmm. you know what i mean like i don't have to the, the press studio. x to see a full model of it <laughs> i should sound. be able to see it and go oh that's a gun that's a helmet that's some clothes that's some crap like it it should be so easy and obvious and it's shocking to me that that isn't there it's it's not the end of the world i really really like this game and it's not sounding like it but scott's gushing about it so i'm going to be the counterpoint yeah but like why isn't it there it's such an obvious need. Why isn't it there?
0: Well, you're right about how you could ask that same question with every Bethesda game ever. And I, and I often do, like, I think Skyrim was incredibly obtuse in its UI, especially on consoles. Yeah, Skyrim, when Skyrim menu sucks. It really sucked. And so yeah. mods helped that a lot. Um, but I, but it was never deal breakers for me. And I'm, I'm you're not saying that either, but.
1: No, I, I'm going to play this a, game. I don't think this game is unplayable. I don't think anything I named is a deal breaker for me. I just—it's shocking to me that they have made this many of this game, and these are still features that are like not available baseline in their game.
0: I think part of it is they. Well, I don't know. Who knows why they do that? Maybe I they mean, know. Normal
2: Bethesda stuff. Like even the whole Skyrim VR lore is that they released the bare minimum for Skyrim VR in the community. Builds the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Made the game. (laughs) the actual good stuff in the game. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. I think that's going
1: to be true here, too. And I see chat doing it, uh, mentioning it. I do think it's worth saying, uh, because I just ran into this today. The lack of a local map to where you are is really shocking.
0: I think it's a little weird it's not in there, but it hasn't bothered me. Part of it is because if you're trying to go where you're supposed to go, like, let's say that your problem is you feel lost, for example. Um, you have on your radar where your destination is, but if that's not enough, the scanner, which is literally just tap the, uh, if you're on controller, you just tap the LB button, the, the bumper up top. On but the isn't side. it
2: like the future? So Google maps has come and gone. Like we have this, you know, I couldn't well, that's find where to sell that's, stuff
1: in that's a city. My point. Like that's <laughs> but, ridiculous. No, I was, no, no. Like, I,
0: I agree with you. What I'm saying though, is if you're lost, you tap that button, you now have arrows on the ground telling you where to go. Like, it's not like you're lost.
3: You'll always, not find if I
1: want to do something off the main path though. Like literally the first city hub you go to, there's a guy and you're like, Hey, he's like, Hey, if you want to sell some of your equipment, uh, just go check out my shop. It's uh, just down this path to the. And I ignored him because surely in this modern area, area era uh, of gaming, <laughs> modern um, era, <laughs> modern era of games, uh, I will just hit M and see where the vendor is. Mm. And I, I hit M, <laughs> and there's no map. And all of a sudden, that guy's instructions became really important that I didn't pay attention to.
0: Well, this is such a common complaint that I actually feel like they might address it. I hope they well, do. It's
2: Cyberpunk I, has it right. Like if you need to find oh, it, hell all yeah. the vendors, everything, you go to the map, you click. Uh, you Cyberpunk's
0: know, loaded with maps,
2: auto drive or whatever. Like yeah. you know, you can map quest it. Map <laughs> quest. I mean, it's true. it's still exist? It's map true,
0: and uh, it's true in the rest of the game that you can, you know, certain areas you can log on to and go. Okay, well, I want to. That's where. I want to go and so i'll go but in cities where you need to be interacting with like john said like vendors or you know somebody who's there to fix something or this guy's you know you want to you just want to know where the the crafting table is for example in town
2: uh, or you, the equivalent it like a of a wild it. west space like maybe that's some of it no, you know because Google is. Maps isn't everywhere, right? I think there's like you go to some countries and it won't work. There's no map. Some of it is, but the city
0: John's been it's to, good. I think, for as far as you are, is a big metropolis modern yeah. thing. And they
1: gave me I an know. Apple Watch right out of the gate. They did, yeah. Yeah, no, I d I don't disagree
0: with this. I just it hasn't been a deal breaker for me because it's like, well, it's like old video games. I just gotta find my way around. It's in a weird way. It's like old yeah, no, school. It, it's, that,
2: there's a mod for it. I think already someone said there's someone's already working there's a
0: mod already oh, for it. Good maps. news on that, by the way. The game pass version of the game it uh, 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 works like Steam installs now. So Microsoft used, used to have like a weird proprietary way to install games. They don't do that anymore. It's just straight up files on the drive in the pl- location you think they're in. So mod support should work whatever version you've got on PC. You're you're good to go. Yeah. And console. It, yeah,
2: point. it'll just now open five different applications when you try to run it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's true. But uh, And you know what happened? I, I was still fiddling with it further. Open the Xbox app and it started the Riot app. And I went to close the ride app, and it would close it, and it would keep reopening. And I'm like, why is the Riot app closing? Isn't it closing? And it's because the Xbox app was open. Xbox was checking to see if it was open and reopening it.
0: Yeah, it's the same reason After it opens the... It. It, um was it open for me? the um, Oh, EA Play. Actually, EA Play yeah. opens properly when the Xbox app is open. Right. But if I boot without that being open, it tries to run that, and it runs wrong. It's yeah, a little I'm really not a
2: fan of whatever that whole pile of shit is doing right now. But anyways, I don't have much to say about Starfield because I didn't play it, and I'm kind of derailing the conversation. But,
0: no, no, no. It's a fair point. But though. I just,
2: yeah. But anyways. I, I think um, the
0: way mods will work or the way they do on Mod Nexus or anywhere else right now, or maybe even the built-in ones, but you'll be able to go just, I guess what I'm saying is if you're a Game Pass person and you're worried you won't get mods, they have they are planning on you getting mods no matter where you are. So shouldn't matter. Um,
1: and it yeah. sounds like in true Bethesda fashion, as much as I might wish that a robust and working well experience was coming in the base level product, uh, mods will probably be a good idea for this game.
2: Yeah, I agree. No, I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. I have, I have a question. Well, it's something I'm grappling with, but since you've played a little bit, maybe you can tell me. I did buy it, but I'm a little bit regretting buying it because I'm thinking maybe I need to wait for the VR version. The saddest part about Fallout 4 VR and And Skyrim VR is like it's like known territory, you know. Mm. Should I should I wait? Mm. Should I wait for the VR? I mean, if all you want is probably just mod it, there probably won't even be a a Starfield VR. If all you want is VR
0: with Starfield, then Starfield in its current state isn't going to give you that. So I'd say I'd say don't. I guess. I mean, if you if you really like uh, Bethesda. RPGs without VR, oh, yeah yeah then I would play it but I I but if it's VR if VR is a deal maker in this case then I I mean yeah. I don't even know if they've announced
2: anything I just, I just like wonder because then I'm like hmm the the sucky thing about Skyrim VR is that it, I know like I have everything memorized there's no magic in the actual gameplay <laughs> you know I'm like mm-hmm. I know it all I've played it a ton so I'm like no well, this is probably pretty good but maybe I should wait for the VR version
1: yeah that's, I don't know that's hard for me to say. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, 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 by all accounts this game is huge um yeah. even their own and maybe there would still be more worth to explore you know later but yeah i don't know
0: yeah i don't know i don't know on that one i i mean if if there's enough if, here's the thing though if there's enough outcry about the city map part for example i could see them putting that in and they would be best suited to do it because they know where all the shit is and we don't have to come up with a bunch of scripts from people and graphics from people who it may not fit the game. You know, I don't know. Mods are fine usually, but mm-hmm. I would rather have, it'd be way better if like Todd Howard came out and said, oh, we heard you. You guys are right. We need maps. That's stupid that we didn't do it. And I would be, I'd be glad if they did that. Um, But it's not really holding me back. And I'm feeling that feeling of, just a big cool world I want to hang out in I want to see these places I want you know in some ways the space odyssey of it all is mis- misadvertised because really what this is is a futuristic take on Bethesda games <laughs> it, yeah. it's just a, it's a setting to play more of that kind of game in that isn't the it isn't old like you know or it's not fantasy and, and, and medieval and it isn't Uh, decrepit and horrible the way fallout is those are their own world this is like hey what about future world uh and but it's still a bethesda game and for me that is not a problem that is in fact a benefit like i want that that's the game i want to play part of its familiarity part of it's just they make me feel a certain way um you know or, or some of these aspects john's bringing up not perfect absolutely like there's some issues but i'm uh, was there fun stuff that happened? Oh, hell yeah. I've had some crazy yeah, conversations. Yeah, and, and that's
1: the thing is like, I don't want to, I, I kind of let Scott run because he's gushing about it but well, you can I, gush I think there. there's no rule
2: that there has to be one gusher. I, I one know, fly. but
1: like, but like, you know, I also want to set expectations. Like, you know, people should. Oh know, yeah, but you both only played like not,
2: five hours, right?
1: Like this game well, I, ain't perfect. i played three. I, John's do, play, I do. I do really, I do really think that there might be something like, this is a good game. I have no doubts that this is at least a good game. Like bottom line. I don't think this is a bad game. I had fun with my time playing it. I am not as into it as I hoped I would be. I am not as put off by it as I was worried that I might be, and I think if you like Bethesda games, you know whether that's you or not. And if you do, you will probably like this game. Yeah, like I I think that's that's fair. I think it comes right down to that. Like when people say this is a Bethesda game, how do you interpret that? Do you hear that as a good thing or a bad thing? And if you hear it as a good thing, probably gonna like this game because. It's got a lot of that stuff. Making a character was super fun. It's got cool perks. It's got cool abilities. It's got a cool leveling tree. It's got a world that feels like, you know, it's worth exploring. Um, I do like the art. It is probably one of the more interesting of the Bethesda games to look at, I think. Visually, and, I
0: agree. Uh, I think that they, even though it's still, a it's muted, it's a style I like, but I, I also agree that it's muted. I think it's muted on purpose, but I also think the detail and the just upped quality and animation and textures and and environments is really on display here. It looks really nice, you know. Yeah. So and you
2: I have another question. Um, are you able to fly around? Yes,
0: but it, but not in the way that um, not in the way. Well, as John described. It's not no matter well, Sky tra- style.
2: Like I f- I assume that's like about warp travel cuz distance between stars if they're going for gritty realism is enormous. So there must be some sort of warpy dorpy thing. Right. Going but if
0: you're on. if you're out in the middle of, you know, you're out in orbit around a planet, you can fly all over the place. Like I flew from Okay. I, oh, I was no. starting
2: to get the impression maybe it was Mass Effect style with no real space stuff in like, it but how do you
3: more I think it's but
1: better definitely that. more flying around.
2: Yeah, like, I would put it
0: better than Ma- Mass Effect as much as I love Mass Effect my biggest problem with Mass Effect is it felt like I was in a lobby
2: all the time. That had terrible
0: space travel. It had wonderful uh Sense Even of- walking
2: was a pain in the ass. It puts Witcher, it gives Witcher 3 a run for its money for the <laughs> worst walking game. It wasn't great. I don't know really, right. how sometimes they don't make those games control good at all when it comes to walking. Mass Effect's a big offender, and so is Witcher 3. Yeah, but um, no, I was just uh, I was just curious because I know one of the fun things because it did feel like it had like maybe a freelancer or not freelancer, but like um. Uh, well, I don't even know what to compare it to. Just that you're able to board enemy ships. Uh, you can definitely do that. You can
0: do I've heard that's very steel. cool.
1: I have not done it
2: yet. I've done one. Yeah, you heard. guys are really early, but yeah.
0: you've done it? I've done one yeah. ship, and it was great. Um, it was very fun. Yeah. The way that they handle it, instead of making it feel like... Um, what's that really simmy one that... oh you played a ton of it for a long time. FTL? Not FTL. Um, Stellaris? No. No, not, not like that simmy. I mean, like... Why can't I think of the damn thing? Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous dangerous was all about, you're going to have to manually land this shit and line. If you're going to dock this thing, (laughs) line up the, you know, they were going for all that really Newtonian physics stuff and all that. This isn't that. So when I went and attacked this ship or boarded it, it was basically get close enough. And when you're close enough (laughs) to it, you hit dock. And then the the camera view changes (laughs) to me moving up to a dock hole on that ship. And then, and now I'm on it. Now I can, you know, enter it. So it's, yeah,
1: that stuff is cool too. I will say, I will say that part felt good. Anytime where I was in the chair, the ship was moving, I was pressing a button, and then the ship was reacting to it, that felt good. And I think that's why the whole like press start to menu select space travel bothers me. Yeah, you know I, understand, I, mean? I understand like, that because the other stuff feels so good that by comparison doesn't.
0: It feels it feels like quality of life later, but it's the standard now.
1: But Do, even you know what I'm saying. Like, like this I, I, is so dumb. <laughs> like, I, there's going might... to be people that this comment is going to really piss off. But like, this is just how I feel about it. For whatever reason, in my head, the fact that I am pressing start to bring up my generic menu to select space travel options from it feels awful. If instead there was a prompt that said, press start to pull up your navigation menu as part of the UI and I did that, that would feel okay. It's literally the exact same thing, but for some reason the context of I'm sitting in the ship at the controls and I'm pulling up the pause menu to tell my ship where to go feels bad. Whereas literally doing the same exact action, but the game pretending it's in the context of flying the ship feels good. Mm. Is it that maybe that's chart? weird for me, but like, that's how I know this is, is the it, star, it, chart a is star chart is
0: 3D. No, no, the 3D. It's all 3D. You zoom into these planets out of these planets. But John's right. How you get there is via it really is weird it's a weird
2: choice so he, it's, it's just it could be the same menu but you just wanted originating from the hardware not the menu screen, yeah basically? yeah
1: I think so Like okay. you know what I, I just per, want 100%, it to 100% be agree in a different this. place than where I go to check my inventory okay, spe- and we're spending a lot of time out of, I thought maybe it was
0: more involved no no it no it's a deep. fair it's a fair point <laughs> to think it's nitpicky but I think John John's right it's
2: immersion breaking it absolutely is it, it's yeah, something yeah, like, I, I'm not no I think from what I'm hearing it sounds good but also it it sounds like it's easily fixable too. Then, like it's, it's not something
0: a, they could mod, or they. Could I,
2: I kind of got the impression it was just from you know you press start, yeah, you get some animation, but there's a list and you just scroll through a list and pick.
0: No, it's more than that, but it's not. No, okay. But it, it is. It's like this. Imagine in Baldur's Gate, the way that you looked at the overmap, instead of hitting M or whatever the equivalent on controller is. Instead of that, you had to hit pause, go to an options menu, choose map, and then get your map. It's not that it's oh. more clicks. It's not that you're getting you have more to clicks. You choose a map button. Not really. No, it's just, what I'm. My so. point is, is you would that
2: would be immersion breaking if you had to go. Well, to I mean, I'd hate it. I mean, it's still it's still a UI element. It's you know, but, but yeah, it just takes me straight to the map. I don't really think about it. It's nice,
0: All right? It's nice. It's just there, yeah. right? And this this so isn't. Do you not, hit
2: M and go to the star map or S for star map? Or
0: uh, there may be a key stroke I don't oh, know. Oh, you guys
2: about. both controller jockey? I'm playing with controller. I'm playing yeah. a controller because oh. when I
0: move to, if I jump from console
2: or from my No Steam wonder desk. you're cranky. You have so many less buttons to use while you're playing a game like Star That's not why. Let's <laughs> start a new argument. <laughs> Bo has an anti-controller
0: bias. He has a bias for look, keyboard Look
2: math. how many more buttons are on this thing. I
0: like, know. No, I know. eight.
1: I've got yeah, like five hundred. There's a lot of buttons. There's a lot of buttons, of
0: buttons. You're right about we're, that.
1: We're all proud of your you're buttons. Right. I love <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I like these games
2: as controller games they feel good i know i'm just teasing uh, but i do I, like I, I genuinely do prefer the keyboard to a controller because of the buttons the number of buttons but there's nothing wrong with liking a controller yeah That's just explaining what why i like my preferred weapon but,
0: but here's the thing even on a keyboard and mouse because i tried it it's still tab and then mouse to the thing it's still the same yeah, you problem. Got,
2: you got a keybind menu, right? Probably.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, it basically I'm it, this is purely a UI goof to me. Yeah. This is them going, well, I'll just hit start or in this case hit tab and then click on star map. But what they don't realize is they're asking me to do that on a screen that is like broken up into star map, inventory, missions, um, I forget what the upper right one is, something. Anyway, it's like it's like your radial map oh, that, that you're your used level to. up
1: page. Yeah, yeah your level up your page, your skills, inventory, quest log and the navigation. Yeah, so it just feels again, put it there,
0: that's fine, but have the ship do it too. Have yeah. the have you you can choose where
1: you want to do it, but have the ship go here it is. I'm glad you're with me because I won't lie. This feels like the smallest nitpick I've ever been hung up on in my life, but I'm genuinely (laughs) hung up on it. And no matter how many times I tell myself, John, this is a stupid thing to bother you. I can't help it. The fact that that's the menu I pull up for (laughs) space travel bugs the shit out of me. (laughs) Like it really does. And I think maybe what it is is like I associate that. I'm just trying to figure it out in my head. I associate pressing the start button is this is my character screen. This is my character's inventory, this is my character's skill abilities, this is my character's quest log. And this should be I like am- maps. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. it I shouldn't understand. control the ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? What
2: category of critique this is. I know because Crofton and I have had this conversation forever about vehicles. There are games that animate you getting into a vehicle. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. you press a button, it shows you open the door, whether it's first person or third person. And then there's games like Halo that you just press a button and you teleport into the vehicle. Right. And he hates that. <laughs> he thinks any companies doing that are cheap bastards. They can't yeah. bother animating getting into a vehicle. Like, you took the time to put the vehicle in the game. You tell me it's that hard. This is his argumentation. It, you know, it's that hard to animate getting in and out of it. And he finds it very immersion-breaking to teleport into vehicles. Well, wow. And I don't disagree, but... It too can also be an hour long or two conversation. Yeah, no, you're no, you're totally right. This is
0: for a boardroom at the at Bethesda Studios, right? This is for what they sh- they should be talking about these things. But if your game, see, otherwise this game has got crazy immersion in my opinion. You feel like you're yeah. just in this world, and it's a whoa. So this is this moment of.
2: I mean, eh, get
0: out
1: all of here it takes here. is
2: one fly in your food for you to not want to eat there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is a good point.
2: It's a, it's a immersion breaking for, for a meal. So yeah, that's what that's John's true. threshold is, I guess. It's just,
1: it's just I do acknowledge that this is a weird hang up and it hasn't been since Doom Eternal that something so small has caused such like consternation. What was it? I don't want to rehash it, but what was it about Doom Eternal? Just so a, that mission where you get to fire the yeah. planetary scale BFG, yeah, but they mm-hmm. don't give you a button prompt to pull the trigger. <laughs> you didn't and it's just do a it. cutscene. Yeah. Wow.
2: Okay, I remember now. That's all coming back to <laughs> he me. He was really pissed about that. <laughs> like, that's um, it. That's yeah, the one all, thing that bugs me about You both are it. always like, the Doom reboot's the best, Doom 2016, and I'm like, Doom Eternal's better. And you're like, we didn't play it because of this one No, I did
1: thing. play it. I played through the played whole it. thing. I played
2: it. I didn't beat it. I didn't
0: beat it. I oh, liked oh, I felt I think there was a simplicity to 2016 that I just preferred, but it's a personal thing. It yeah. wasn't really.
2: But uh, okay, well, I'm looking forward to. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in with such a weird bias on the- oh, I
0: want to <laughs> know <laughs> what you think. Yeah, after all this talk,
1: I want to know because
0: you'll probably yeah. see that menu and go. What's the big deal? It's like just click. Yeah.
1: Why is why did this take up an hour of our show? Yeah. <laughs> I
2: don't know. The the <laughs> feedback on the game has been really weird. It's like it's it's been hard to follow because first of all. What's what's going on with people? Like it's a Xbox it's versus tribal, PlayStation. Thing. Yeah, it's it's tribalism. so hard to read. Like they're all PCs shit. and they're inferior PCs. Like what do you have an ego about them I mean, for? <laughs> well, anyway, but that
0: but you just did the thing that they're doing. You're just doing it from the PC.
2: Perspective. I'm just no. I'm just saying like there's always a bigger <laughs> fish, as Qui Gon Jinn tells us. So don't go bragging oh. about your fish because there's a bigger, better fish somewhere else. It's like I've got a third-rate PC with a white box. It's better than your third-rate PC see you in a black box like idiots and it's not because i have a great computer because someone else has has a 4090 and i've got a crummy 4060 just don't have an ego about it is what i'm trying to say right (laughs) doesn't who cares
0: people are weird it's a game on a
2: personal personal computing device
0: people like like to root for failure as well and they also don't they like underdogs why do you think people universally root for larian well part of it's because their game's incredible but the other part of it is they're an independent studio who deserves our praise and it's awesome to see indie Studios kick ass like this yeah well for sure. they're not big uncle on the block like Microsoft and Bethesda who they now own who are bigger than God and they and and people root for that to fail. I really think that's a big part of this. People don't yes. like overdogs. Yeah, I
2: know it's, it's weird tribalism for corporations that just want to bleed them out of money, anyways. Like, right. I, you know, I don't want you. They're just they're cranking up the price of your Pepsi and PlayStation Plus, but then you're gonna go to bat for them and not the other. Like, it's, like value uh, things that are actually worth valuing. They're just game companies. Like, holy shit.
3: Yeah, I just
1: want but to anyways, Picking games. your favorite bully it's, that takes your lunch money. It's like, right. well. Exactly. I like that's Nelson because it. he punches me lower in the gut. And I, don't <laughs> I love that it's pee Nelson. Blood later, you chose Nelson of all the names. <laughs> that's amazing. All
3: Simpsons that to forever. say,
2: it's been hard to follow the conversation because I get so disinterested in actually mining for a good conversation on the game. And that—that's not. Like, that's like the base level. That's like the the high level conversation has also been weird. Like the IGN review and stuff like that. Because like, I looked at I, I looked at Metacritic really briefly. IGN Japan gave it a ten, but IGN USA. Blank, yeah. USA gave it a seven. Like blank IGN gave it a is it USA? They don't brand it as USA. Well that's what it Yeah, means. it was yeah. IGN. But anyways, yes. So they Scott's gave it a seven. talked
1: about him before. It was a Dan Stapleton review. He yeah. gave it a seven and it's it's gone down infamously as like the worst review. Like some people, again tribalism. Some people are like, "Finally, someone speaks truth," and other people are like, "Oh, what a horrible review! You shouldn't have yeah, let him review the, it."
2: The, the, the conversation becomes about reviews and not about Starfield. Yeah. That's sort of the problem. And like coincidentally, Baldur's Gate three, which understandably is still fresh in Russian people's minds and all that, but right. I just feel like <laughs> you know the teal the hype on this one is it's a Bethesda game they make great games it's not as exciting as an Elder Scroll game obviously cuz those are i think the best they do but I think everyone's very curious.
1: Yeah. I think this game is really it. good. I think with mods it could be great to phenomenal. Yeah. And I will say wow. this to their credit
0: like usually when we have a Bethesda launch Things are busted at launch, like really busted three or fallout three busted Skyrim had tons of issues at launch. Uh, ESO launched in a really bad shape. They, they do this. This didn't launch in terrible shape. This game runs really well. It looks really nice. It's running at 120 or 144 frames a second on my PC with the fan barely going up. Like technically this is a, this is a good game so far. I mean, I'm only three hours in. There's a lot to play. And I may, who knows? I may get halfway through this game and go, "Oh, my opinion has changed." Just like anything, who knows? It was too early.
2: I so- also think the 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 milieu, depending on how much they actually adhere to it, is that hard sci-fi. So, in my mind, it's kind of supposed to be boring.
3: It's
0: got a, it's some of that. It's, You're not wrong about it's suppo- this.
2: It's supposed to be dull. Like there's a reason why nerds read, sci- read hard sci-fi. and Everyone's like, Ugh, I'm glad me. you brought this up though, because this is how
0: I feel about a lot of Bethesda stuff versus other. I like hard fantasy and I like hard sci-fi more than goofy, colorful stuff. I just like it more. When for the most part, there's a, there's exceptions to everything, but
2: I like yeah, that like I gritty, hope there's not legendary look. space armor that looks like Mass Effect. Like I want everything to be dirty junk. Like you know,
0: yeah. They are aiming for that, and they aim for it in all their games. And I'm not saying that that's good or bad. Everyone's got different tastes. But this is the one thing I think I bump up against with people, is I want that in my hard sci-fi, and I know some people mm-hmm. don't. They want a more jokey approach. And I'm okay with a hybrid. I thought that uh, Outer Worlds from um, uh, Obsidian is amazing. In fact, uh, in a lot of ways, this is that, but more expansive. Like, those Outer I Worlds games like- are I
1: haven't played This feels Outer, like Worlds. Outer Worlds with a budget. Outer yeah. Worlds feels
2: more like the pulp sci-fi of the same era, not the hard sci-fi. Yeah. You know, the like, yeah. crazy uh, tentacle women of Jupiter or, you know, cloud cities on Mars. or You know, like that. You can picture the covers of them, like those pulp science fiction yeah. uh, books. That, Outer Worlds struck me aesthetically as that, where this strikes me as like, it's Isaac Asimov. Like, um, pay me to read it, please. Like, you know. <laughs> fair. <laughs> yep. Fair point. I think that's and a my aunt used point. to gift me all kinds of Isaac Asimov, Asimov and I
1: would, ugh, I should have read it, but it was just so hard. I would read ten pages and go, I don't know. I'm going back to no, dude, I, I had I, the I... same problem. My parents bought a bunch of his books for me because I liked Star Wars, and the most fun I had was reading the Four Laws of Robotics on the back of the book. And yeah. every time I tried to get into it, I was like, this is not.
0: When I tried, I tried to read Foundation. Book one, that ser- I was yeah. going to try to read that series. It's impenetrable to me, but I like it when it's like I like the TV show.
2: Well, I mean, Arthur C. Clarke is a lot more accessible from a hard sci fi perspective. Yeah. Um, there's another Dune's Arthur, like that. Dune's, 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 Dune's
0: very hard sci fi, but Dune is consumable. You
1: know, yeah, it's it's well, grounded in more realistic. Most of
3: it. And the, sure. the, the nice to thing, Messiah, too, is
1: I think it can be a little of both. Someone is going to come out with an overlay that gussies up the art to be a little more colorful and vibrant. And I will download it and I will think this game looks a thousand times better.
3: Yeah.
1: And I'll share a screenshot with Scott and go look how much better your stupid space game can look as if Scott was a developer on it and he'll <laughs> write back and go, that's some bullshit and that's just the relationship
3: we'll have.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, um, you know, it's whatever. The reason I like the aesthetic of ESO and not Final Fantasy 14. I don't want to start that whole fight, but the point really is weird. like, I'm looking up. there's I'm an sorry. aesthetic difference. There's an aesthetics to it all. And for whatever reason, I just lean this way. And I don't know why, because there are parts of my life where I am... Goofy cartoon man, but for for when it comes to I this know stuff, that is
1: the part that throws me is that you're an artist. Yeah, and I'm like, but as soon as things get wacky and weird, you're like, no, I'm out. It I'm depends like, on how I wacky like and how weird. Them. Look at this fat Batman I drew. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, no, you're totally right. On, you're Scott?
0: absolutely right. Like it is a it's a it's a contradiction. I admit it. I don't know what to do about it. it but enough I it.
2: though, um and I never really thought of. Michael Crichton is a hard sci-fi writer, but I'm on the hard science fiction wiki page where it just gives examples. Hmm. Um, like a representative Some work of is his stuff is. Jurassic Park is Jurassic Park is one of them. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I did read that book and it, it very much is like, yeah, is it possible some dormant DNA can be brought back? It's not the movie is very popcorn summer blockbuster, but right. the actual book is like, it's a, what if like, with a concern
1: to be as scientifically accurate as possible, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's a long time for dinosaurs to show up in Jurassic Park in the game or but in the book. At the yeah. end of the day, when you have dinosaurs, at least as we as we knew them back then, <laughs> Or they got all feathered and like, well, T Rex was probably all these colors. basically a giant chicken, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh yeah, Ringworld too. <laughs> what has happened?
2: Larry Niven's Ringworld. Oh yeah, dude. I've seen books I read though, but. Hard sci-fi to me the-
0: is, uh, but I think the Expanse books fall into this. Whether people yeah, agree with you, they're,
2: they're they're listed as a representative work. It's not a comprehensive list of hard sci-fi. I'm like, yeah. I was trying to like remember books I had read. I find those incredibly readable, but years. they're hard
0: sci-fi, and it, by those definitions. But I, I don't know this. This game seems to be attempting that. There's also drama and character and all that stuff. I think it's. I mean, I'll be honest about this one aspect. I'm going to play the hell out of this, and I'm going to love it. But I'm actually a slightly more excited about Outer Worlds too, as they expand. They're now a Microsoft studio. They have more money, and see what they do with that sequel. A little, I'm, I'm a little bit more excited. In the same way that Fallout New Vegas is my favorite Fallout game. Um, there's something about those guys, and like whatever they're going to do. What's their fantasy one coming up? Um, uh, it's Skyrimish. It's called Oh Yeah. Avowed. Avowed. Name. Right. Avowed.
1: Yeah, that's.
0: Very excited about that. Like uh, Obsidian is just one of those devs for me. And they fit in that cute little category of they're still kind of indie, but they're also big, you know?
1: Well, they also seem to fall in the sweet spot, like between how we feel. Like Outer Worlds adheres to a lot of that gritty realism and stuff like that that you like, but is also... Kind of bright, kind of mm-hmm. colorful, kind of over the top, and a
0: little goofy sometimes. Like their whole a little like goofy, having you to can always run go.
1: around and kill people with a giant moon for a head. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's there. and when
0: they're always they always have to end their sentences. And our company is the best. Check them out today for the best deals on guns in the universe or whatever. They're always like, you know, they really play into that whole. The world has become nothing but a big corpo advertising nightmare. That's why I love New Vegas because New Vegas plays with a lot of those tropes. Those guys are awesome. I would, I, I love whatever that is. I played that game, finished it uh, twice. I, I don't even think I've told you that. I beat Outer Worlds
1: two times.
0: Wow, twice. Once, I haven't
1: even beaten it once. I've once, played
0: through most of it, but I've never beaten it. I beat it once on Series or no Xbox One or whenever it was first. Maybe it was PC, and then again on my Series X, and I loved it both times. And I played very differently and had a different outcome. And that game's. You know, those are basic. That's those guys are uh, Bethesda Junior when it comes to games. So I love their stuff. I so what I'm saying is, at the end of all of this, uh, it's a embarrassment of riches. I want all these things. These are all great. All right, and it will. And these sort of things are enough to divert me from this year's game of the year winner for a little bit of time, anyway.
1: We don't that's we can fine. praise other games. It doesn't have to Baldur's Gate 3 speaks for itself. Yeah, but people are
0: weird about let's we were just talking about this shit. I'm trying to ignore it, but people well, are weird. Okay,
1: but I will say this. I, I didn't necessarily bring this up when I talked about it. It is hard because the main game I was playing before going into this was Baldur's Gate 3. I think that's gonna be true for a lot of people playing this game. One of the first missions that Starfield gives you is to, you're being pursued by um, by outlaws. And they're like, look, they're going to just keep chasing us. We need to go talk to the leader and get him to stop. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Great quest, land on the planet. I go walking up, and I go walking in there thinking, like, I'll ring the doorbell and talk to him and be like, yeah, we're going to hash this out. And all of a sudden, I'm getting shot at. <laughs> and I was like, well, wait a minute. Where was the dialogue? Uh. Why didn't I have an option to be like, hey, guys, let's figure this out or, you know, like... I did have this brain flip that I have had to make frequently in the game, but I've struggled with of expecting the game to react more to what I do than it does.
0: Mm. I mean, what do you think about the persuasion system? It seems okay.
1: It seems okay, but like even that, so like you, there's that mission where you got to talk to the, this is all super early. So it's not, it's
0: not spoilers now. Um, it's like tutorial. There's a mission
1: very early where you have to, like I, Scott's further than me, I think, and he played three hours. Yeah. Um, You have to talk to a bartender to find out where somebody is. And because I've been playing Baldur's Gate, I'm going to say this and people are going to be like, John, you're dumb. <laughs> but like in Baldur's Gate, this sort of thing matters. I was like, okay, so I want information from this guy, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll sit down and I'll buy a drink before I ask for information. Because if I'm a paying customer, he'll be more likely to give me information. Oh, I know this place. So I bought a drink first. And then the guy's like, if you want information, you're going to have to pay for it. And I was like, but I bought a drink. Mm. (laughs) Like, you know, and like... I don't know why I expected the game to respond to me. I do know why, because I played Baldur's Gate 3. and like Yeah, kind of Baldur's Gate has crazy Baldur's depth on the
0: way the world responds to you. This game is like, hey, buy a beer if you want, but I still need that thousand credits or I'm not telling you shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so the persuasion system's fine. The lockpicking's fine, but um, it has, I will say, going from one big RPG to another big RPG, it is very hard not to necessarily draw comparisons. Yeah, it's
0: I, I get that. I'm making them myself, but... Part of me is just glad to have one of these huge three D places to be in again. I just love their game,
1: and it's sci fi. It's different. If you want your sci fi, go to space and Starfield. If you want fantasy, Baldur's Gate three.
0: Don, you asked yeah. me, uh, you also Watchers. asked here in this thing whether I'd played Sunken Land yet. I came this close to clicking, but then I was like, I can't do this right now. I have so many games to play, but everybody I and their dog is saying to play I
1: believe it. you. Well, yes, because everybody went to Steam <laughs> and saw that Waterworld, the game... <laughs> Was number one. I'm sorry, Waterworld, the chorecore survival game. Yeah, I know is available on Steam, and the first person that everybody would think of is you. I know. So I, I know. was it's a Waterworld survival
0: game. It's not Waterworld brand. It's not the IP, but it's called Sunkenland Land, and it's currently very popular. It's a bit of a darling on Steam. Uh, people are telling me left and right I need to play it. It's basically Waterworld. You got to build up on top, and you go down to the. Down to the depths to find old cities and old uh, places that are all wrecked and find and scavenge things that you can use up on the surface. And it's not like boats and junk. It that, does it have paper? <laughs> you ever seen paper? You
1: look it, seen look paper, at the paper. Paper. Oh, I
0: love it. Uh, probably. If I had to guess, they would. But um, yeah, it's this 19 bucks. Like it's got your name written all over it. Yeah, I think I'll probably pick it up. But I just, with all this going on, I couldn't justify it. There's just too much right now. Sea of Stars. Like, it was this or it was that or Sea of Stars, and I knew I was getting Sea of Stars. And I even paid for Sea of Stars, even though it's on, like, free services. I was going to
1: say, you didn't have to pay for Sea of Stars. But I, have have wanted it,
0: both. I, I wanted it on Steam so that my Steam Deck... It's such a great Steam Deck game, you guys. So good I think, on there.
2: I think you made the right choice, for the record.
0: It's so good on there. Like, I could play it over yeah. the cloud, and I know. Whatever, right? Some people... I mean, you know, I mean this game's
1: early access. You got time.
0: Yeah, I got time. I'm, I'm time. even Talk considering
2: getting it for Switch. Yeah, it's great. Because it is available on Switch, and it looks like it'd be better in a handheld. It's
0: excellent in handheld form. It's excellent on screen. It's just a sea of of stars is rad so far. What a weird time to be alive. 2023 will not slow its effing roll. And we still have shit coming. So get ready for that.
2: Yeah, Phantom Liberty in two or three weeks. Right? And I think I'm going to try and play that in VR. I'm going to start a fresh game and do the whole experience from the VR headset. I would watch that stream. The mod.
0: That sounds like fun. I don't
2: know. With the model work, it depends. So I might have to wait for the mod to be updated if it needs to be. But
0: Um, I'm also excited to hear about a game I almost pulled the trigger on two or three times, and that's uh, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, and John played it. And I'm jealous of John because he played it. So, John,
1: how is Armored Core 6? (laughs) Uh, This game is extremely cool. Uh, Holy hell, you guys. Damn. Armored Core Six is a fantastic. Uh, video re- game. I really don't want to hear about games and, being good. Right uh, <laughs> now. I got bad news for you, Bo. Uh, I've played. I was in the throes of Baldur's Gate Three: Passion. I was okay. having the time of my life. It was it was ugly. The relationship we were sharing, and I've still put ten hours into Armored Core Six. Damn. amidst that playthrough, that's because. Terrible this game like game is like a gaming dessert in a way like this game is not it's structured in a way that is exactly what i wanted it to be deep down it's not an open world it's not a big thing you got to explore you go in they give you a mission you put together your big ass mech and you go and you do the mission and then the mission's over And then you get another mission, or maybe two missions, and you pick which one you want to do, and you buy stuff for your mech, and you install it, and you paint your mech like a nerd, and (laughs) then you go and you do another mission, and you die, and you go, well, I made that mech terrible, let me make the mech again, and I'm going to make it better this time. And you change a couple things, you change some weapons, some systems, you change the way it plays and you go and you do the mission and this time you beat it and you you go man this game's good yeah like it controls and plays now i will say there is a learning curve and one of the biggest complaints i've seen about this game is people who can't beat the tutorial
0: it's a, there a, are a lot difficulty of people spikes who have, and yeah all that
1: oh this sounds familiar <clears throat> there are a lot of people sounds like a From who, game <laughs> yeah uh, who cannot get out of the tutorial and i will admit it's rough. There was a moment there where I went, am I not going to ever get to play this video game? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, there, there was some doubt in my, in my mind if I was going to ever get to the video game proper, especially because it being the tutorial, all the fun stuff I described, painting your mech, buying new pieces for it, uh, putting together a, a cool new look and style... That's all after the tutorial. Mm. You got to beat the tutorial first. And the tutorial is 98% running around like a badass, blowing things up with zero problem whatsoever. And then all of a sudden a boss fight so astronomically difficult by comparison that you're like... The hell just happened, yeah. And uh, it's funny in the footage Scott's showing; they're about to get to it. Like this is where this, this is where tutorial,
0: the shows right? Up. Yeah,
1: yep. This is the end of the tutorial. Right I
0: here. watched somebody do a stream and, of this, uh, and they died like fifty freaking times over and over and over before they finally it, won.
1: It isn't easy, but the good news is, is like it is there for a reason. It's there to teach you how to dodge, how to avoid things, how to use cover to make sure you're using. All of your abilities that you're not just sitting there plinking your gun at things all the time from the ground, which is what this person on the screen's doing. Yep. Like it's <laughs> it's there to teach you, like, hey, be in the air, get in their face, use your laser sword. Laser swords real good, um, and it's effective, but it's hard. So there is a learning curve, but once you get it and it clicks, what this game becomes is just. Absolutely one of, uh, again, like it's a crazy year. I've said this about so many games this year, but it's like one of my favorite things that came out this year is so cool to just get in. And again, I love open world games. I love these long form RPGs, but to just go, no, it's a simple mission. It's going to take, you know, maybe 30 minutes to an hour to do, uh, maybe not even that long, but I'm going to just get in and I'm going to do it. And I can replay it to try and do it quicker. And there's hidden things in some of the missions and cool parts to unlock and experiment with my mech so that it, it behaves differently and different types of builds. It is exactly what I would want this sort of game to be. And it is so cool. Oh, and man. yes, my mech looks like Shockwave.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. You colored it. Up. You can do anything. I've seen people do Kirby mechs. They're all pink and they yep. have Kirby stuff on them. You can do whatever you want. Uh, I'm going to end up playing this. I just haven't gotten around to too many games gosh dang it
1: it plays so good too like that's that's the other thing is just it controls tight it controls weird because it doesn't it doesn't play like 90 percent of the games that come out these days like Mm. it you know it's a very weird control scheme but once you get it down you're like oh this is this fantastic
0: is it me or does it seem like there's like a stunt not stun lock what's the word i'm looking for it there is a stagger. Sta- yeah. Like stagger uh, phase to the fights and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So you part of what you will design your mechs around is you will pick weapons that um, are effective against staggering your opponents.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you stagger them because they take more damage when they're down. So you usually want something that can, you know, kind of take out trash enemies. You want something that'll hit the stagger bar really well. And then you want a couple things that hit really hard. When they're staggered. But even then, like, that's not universally true. Like, sometimes you'll fight something that is very protected from the front. So you equip vertical missile launchers because if the missiles attack from above, they go over that front defense. Like, it's very tactical. It's very fun. I've made the game so much harder by trying to just look like Shockwave all the time.
0: <laughs> so, wait, can't you paint? You can paint every component, right?
1: Yeah, but like, you know, if I take away the one yellow eye, he doesn't look like Shockwave. Oh, anymore. yeah. So point. I got to have that head. And then he's yeah. got to have the giant uniboob. So I have to go with a body that has a giant uniboob. So I'm locked in on head and body right there. He's got a laser cannon for an arm. So one of those arms has to be a laser cannon of mm. some kind. Yeah. Like, and there's, you know, a chunkier build right there. Just
0: say, so you know, uh, you can't say John's not true to his, his true loves. And one of them is yep. that character. You can't change yep. it. I get it.
1: You can't change it. I got to do it.
0: It looks rad. That'll be a game I play. Ooh. I just got to fit it in. And Bo, too. I'll bet Bo plays that. One of these days,
2: good. there'll be a Shockwave mod for Baldur's Gate 3, and you can romance Shockwave. There you go.
0: Oh,
1: man. Thank God.
0: Maybe they'll put a VR version of this uh, out, Bo, and you can play VR Giant Mech.
2: Yeah, they did one for Elden Ring, but I got to say, it wasn't great. Oh, really? Um, No, it's not
0: did they do it it was from did it
2: no 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 it's third party oh, okay. like a mod but uh, i didn't love it also yeah. yeah it was those games are only optimized for what's in the view window cuz like when i would look around like free look yeah. in elden ring they'd be like called animation so all the enemies would just be like two frames a second even though the world's at regular frames a second mm, yeah yeah it's not it, so you just basically have to look straight ahead and it's good otherwise it just wasn't
0: I saw a thing, uh, they were were doing, um, I forgot the name of the game. Aloy, the Aloy games. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. They did a, I watched the thing with the dev interview where um, they were talking about how they were able to get such detail on the screen at any given time. And it was, they had a cone, a view, a cone view.
2: foveated view or something like that. Yeah, Yeah.
0: but then when they, if you looked behind the cone, there's nothing there or they're grayed out polygons or it's all just shit. And we'd have to write it in as you moved. And this was even just like PlayStation Four era stuff, non VR. They were just like, "This but is how even." We fit it all they're, in.
2: They're, they're, the PS Two VR is detecting eye position because mm. then it will render less pixels. Yeah, that's the periphery. foveated
0: rendering, right? I think is what they call. Yeah,
2: that. yeah. So I think they're gaining performance that way. That's still very fresh tech. I don't think Oculus does a lot of that, for no. example. Yeah, but that will save you. You want ninety to one hundred and twenty frames on your. On your experience, oh, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, Aloy. What is it? Mountain Girl. There's a Mountain Girl documentary about the VR. Like, <laughs> have a link. Like, <laughs> what, what is it like called? It was called
0: uh, the thing I saw was just uh, Horizon, yeah.
2: Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah,
0: but there's up the is mountain. There a VR, there's a,
2: there's a making of. I would, I would watch that.
0: I'll find where I got it. I don't know where I got it. It was interesting though, yeah. and it may have been about it's the good. OG game. I'm not, I'm not sure it was much about VR talk, but. I think that's probably true of a lot of these games. If you don't need to render what's behind you, why would you? You know, until you yeah, turn, or do,
2: the, do the calculating. Yeah. So I just it was really apparent in Elden Ring because so I'd be like, look off to the side, and I'm like, well, it's clearly it's a mod. It wasn't super. It's designed well enough, but there's problems, right? And I'm yeah. like, oh, that. I don't know. Just it isn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not like I'm so glad I put a headset on for this. I get it,
0: uh, John. No prog wrestling this week. Uh, bumping it
2: until next. Well, oh, bombs, uh, you're, you're muted, muted. So you're muted. Uh, he's saying,
1: yeah, uh, anyway, yes, I <laughs> muted for coughing. Uh, and related to that, I was sick on Wednesday, so no frog wrestling. So the plan was to do it Friday, but then we moved core to Friday. Yeah, so then the plan was to maybe do it Saturday, but then we moved core to Saturday. Yeah, so I said, screw it. The week is off. Yeah. We'll just be back on Wednesday. This is, this is real life Scott living out his villain arc in real life. Yeah, now. I'm just
0: I'm, I all my cho- video, all my roles this week have been bad roles fiction, and uh,
2: he's like he's like, yeah, your frog wrestling's great and all, but Core is going to
1: But, but yeah. what if we but what if we made Core happen literally every day from <laughs> Thursday to Saturday?
0: Yeah, and then very last minute yank the rug out from underneath you. <laughs> Yesterday I would have been so on the toilet right now, but
1: anyway. it's fine. I was feeling sick. What I really wanted to do this week in frog wrestling was have a big uh, women's tournament. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're <laughs> you mean we,
2: a women uh, like a <laughs> you mean you having like an exciting uh, women's tournament or yeah, a like tournament a, of women
0: in frog wrestling? Not a Big
2: women's <laughs> tournament, not a big
0: women's
3: yeah, tournament. Like, uh, no.
1: we'll, like to see who's going to be the you know the number one contender among the the female. Wrestlers of it's the, just the the way team. you
2: said it. I don't think he, you'll have to come back and listen to it. You like said big, and he, he yeah, you're like, we're gonna have a big women's wrestling. Yeah. Competition. Now, you weren't
0: now describing we have, the women, uh, you were describing the tournament. The tournament is, big. Oh, mean, like, yeah, it's like a yeah,
1: fantastic. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Like, it was gonna yeah. be a big event. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now we Not we an <laughs> event for Carry big on. people. Yeah. Like, well, a I know, big but event. the
2: way you said it, just real, I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe we're goofballs and we just hear what we're I heard it
0: too.
1: I think y'all heard what you want.
0: We heard what we want to hear. You're right. And
1: I'm sorry. I'm not catering to you as a Democrat,
0: but it's happening next Um, week. I'm looking out for you for in order
1: to do that. So tournaments have to have a certain number of uh, competitors. And in order to do that, I do need to add another uh, wrestler to the roster. And I was not feeling well enough to do that. So uh, that will be done by next week. You know, what's hard to do when you're sick. Creative
0: things are hard to do when you're sick. I hate that. I hate that feeling. If I have to get art done or like some shirt design or something, and I'd feel like shit, it ain't happening. It just doesn't happen. Your brain doesn't want to let you do it. COVID was a nightmare for creativity. I hated that week. Nothing was was satisfying. I hated it. Anyway, uh, that's it. We've talked about Baldur's Gate already. So, Bo, you're good. That's all you played, right?
2: Yeah, that's all I played, and a bit of like Warcraft Rumble. Oh, it turns out you know because you know the, the before bed. Toilets, board at work, it's it's on the phone. I found myself opening it up uh, when I don't have any better options, and I hate the mobile aspect of it. It really is zero. It's the same as Diablo, same review as Diablo Immortal. Zero it's like out of 10 listening
1: on. to a drug addict explain Pretty why much. it's okay that he did just a little.
2: <laughs> I'm not work. saying it's okay, it's a zero out of ten on the monetization, <laughs> avoid it, but like they made a f it's fun, of course. I, I I'm Like I'm like, you know, I, I don't even want to bring it up and even write it in. But if I'm being honest, I'm. This is what Blizzard I'm, I'm, does. They, they still have, and I'm like, you know, it's. Yeah, I like, I like the little kobolds and, and Warcraft minions. Yeah, Blizzard still has yeah. amazing talent, and then they have a corporate
0: structure that wants to lace everything with weird money grab, and it's so weird. It's I just can't judge judgment because
2: I do play Snap too. I still, I'm still a snapper. I guess that's what they, what they call Snap people.
0: Are they called snappers? snappers? Oh, I hate that. Is that real?
2: No, I just made that up, but it feels, you know. <laughs> that makes me want to die. If it was the 1960s, Ew, I'd definitely it. be a snapper.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. Are they, is, it, um, is this still not in the States on beta? I think it's no, only. No, I right think there. it's
2: Canada only, okay. but because I need I need to recruit suckers. I mean, other players <laughs> for the guild, <laughs> so I can get more uh, arcolate points. And we can sure. open ArcLight tomes together. Well, they'll earn it all, and I'll just benefit.
0: I mean, glad, I'm glad they changed the name. The name's way better now. That arc light thing was dumb. I didn't like the name. I guess so. I mean think there's, so you, there's, I think there's, it's
1: boring now. Well it's, it's At least I, something before. But Arc Light was the one thing I remembered about it before. Like Really? Like the Yes, when I want to talk about this game, the thing I want to say is the word Arclight. Like, that's the thing that identifies it as the bullshit game that I don't think anyone should play.
0: (laughs) I just think Warcraft Rumble rolls off the tongue. It's it's alliterative. It
1: probably does, but that's also, again, ignoring the one part of the title that is like, that's what identifies this. And
2: just to be clear, there is a mechanic in the game, like an event in Arclight Rumble, where two parts of the map. Has special modifiers, and you earn arc light points for your guild.
1: Yeah, so it'd be like if I game. all of a sudden was like, from now on, the only name I will recognize for me is Martin. Martin, technically true, mm. technically my middle name, yeah. but nobody calls me that, and most people probably didn't even know that, that was my middle name. I it, didn't know. So I Martin? knew.
0: I knew you said this like, before, but I I want to call you Martin. Is that weird? Because I want to do it. I want to start. Yeah, don't do it. Okay. Yeah, no. Do it. But I kind of want
1: not, to. <laughs> like Warcraft Rumble, you might like it and think it sounds good, but I don't know.
0: I don't. Okay. I just want to say. John is,
1: John is a better name for John. You just want to have a friend named Martin.
0: Yeah, I don't have any Martins in my life. None, I don't think. <laughs> uh, it's a great old name. It's like someone in the 20s or something. I love it. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, dear Martha, uh, we got some other news of note, some correspondence as well. So stick around for all of that, everybody, because you know, we gotta pee. We've been here for a bit. Uh so we're, gonna, we're gonna go do that now. We'll be back shortly. Stay tuned. Yep. We're did back. the
1: kid's voice come through this? Yeah, I did.
0: Uh, he looked uh he looked pooped like he just woke up. And, uh, he did.
1: He just woke up. He's figuring out where the world is right now, I oh, guess.
0: That's a great feeling though. Those old when you nap when you're a kid and you just kinda I don't know, man. I would be a kid again, but he's gotten big. You have a large, growing uh, son. Yeah, and one day he's, he will tower over you and lord so, over you. So sad. Yeah,
2: so sad. Like, you can carry me places. Well, I yep. brought you into this world. I can take you out. <laughs> That's right. So ride that thread as long as you can <laughs> until he's bigger than you
0: uh all right we're back everybody uh naps kids and taking a pee aside there is still more to do and we're going to start with our return uh by doing a dear martha and john we've not talked about this at all so i don't know what the setup is today what do you have
1: uh today i am going to read a steam review and it's uh unlike the rest of the content of this show very short very quick very simple But I can't help it while I was looking through Steam reviews. For whatever reason, this one just made me laugh. And so that's what I'm going to do. All right. Here it is. My dearest Martha, I present to you now my review for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. The Dimension Shell Shock DLC. New characters, new skins, more gameplay awesome p.s usagi is the best p.s.s in survival mode you can finally play as dreader that's never be more good anymore (laughs) yours in this life and the next larson (laughs) his name's
0: really larson that's great yep um, did he mean shredder? Yeah. He meant shredder, right? Not dr- not dredder. I assume
1: shredder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I just, for whatever reason, the review ending that's never be good anymore was the funniest thing <laughs> in the world to me.
0: <laughs> I love miss. Uh, what's the word? Just bad bad uh, translation whatever whatever the cause is either I don't know the language very well so I try to type something in Spanish and it's all wrong or video games that come from Japan and they f them up and nobody knows what they really said I can't get enough of it
1: we should end all our reviews that's never be good anymore
0: (laughs) that's never be good anymore everyone don't forget all right we've uh, done that much now we can do this this is uh some other news of note while you were all away uh, you want to know what's going on with Bioware and Dragon Age: Dreadwolf? Well, uh, the game had some big changes, and as as a result, big delays, and that's why we really haven't heard much. Also, Bioware had some huge layoffs, and that includes some senior lead character writers. I don't think this bodes well for the Dragon Age series to hear all of this, but
1: eh, maybe it's normal. I don't know. Well, you know, there's a lot of speculation, um, a lot of eyes on Dreadwolf. Again, it's the it's the familiar drum at the moment. Mm-hmm. In light of Baldur's Gate well. three coming out, it's hard not to say. Well, what is Dragon Age? A game that, again, a lot of people talk about Dragon Age Origins a lot in that conversation when uh, talking about Baldur's Gate. So, uh, a lot of people are wondering. You know. What is going to be the deal with Dreadwolf, which has been a game that has seen so much friction? There was a time where it was going to have a multiplayer uh, game as a service component that got a lot of negative press. It got removed. Yeah. Now, Bioware has done a huge swath of layoffs, and uh, even more shocking is that among those layoffs it has included uh, like lead senior character writers, like. The writer for the character of Varric, I believe, was one of the ones uh, let go, which is kind of shocking. And, you know, I don't know what it means to say a Dragon Age fan these days. I really only think there's been one phenomenal Dragon Age game. Um, There's been four of them, right?
0: Yeah. Wait. Uh, Yeah. Dragon Age, no, there's been three. This will be the fourth because you had Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age second one, Dragon Age two with the single dude running around with a sword. Dragon Age three is Inquisition.
1: Oh, is three Inquisition? There was an expansion to one, but that was just an expansion. Oh,
0: right. Right? So So this is technically the fourth.
1: This is the fourth. Yeah. Okay, is Dragon Age the fourth?
0: You know what I love about this article on NME.com? It, it says, uh, our commi- this is a quote from the developers. Our commitment remains steadfast, and we're all working to make this game worthy of the Dragon Age name. We are confident that, they, uh, that we'll have the time needed to ensure Dreadwolf reaches its full potential, unquote. And then the article right after that says, in other gaming news... Baldur's Gate 3's first proper patch rolled out on August 25th, improving kisses for shorter races and stopping Gale <laughs> from being so insistent on a relationship. Like, obviously, they're having a little fun there. But it's impossible for the press to cover Dragon Age and this new game without bringing up Baldur's Gate. It will never not be true.
1: And I yeah, think I'm starting
0: I- to understand why everybody was freaking out about that. Because this kind of press and this kind of just, like, pressure of constantly no matter what you're going to say about even if this is all positive and they said yeah we're getting close we're going to have a preview later this fall these articles would still at the bottom say in related news Baldur's gate 3 continues to be prepared. they're going to still do it so when there's no winning in this situation I well can, I dragon
1: def- age was supposed to be bioware's return to this style of game right like the fact that it only lasted for one video game is uh, sad yeah um, but that's what the, that's what Dragon Age was supposed to be. Then Dragon Age 2 was a rushed, pretend to be Mass Effect with swords, uh, bullshittery, and Dragon Age Inquisition <laughs> oh, is a better, <laughs> it was, more realized version of that.
0: They were trying to be Skyrimmy with uh, Inquisition. Inquisition felt like a last minute Skyrim. It's almost like they were responding then to another game. And if they're responding this time to another game, will it be as good? Or
2: can, doesn't what, it? Doesn't? Didn't it give me? It gave. Let me just see the trailer. It's giving me like a uh, Witcher three vibes. Definitely. I think, oh, Witcher three is a game people
1: like. Yeah. Uh, they have a bad habit, and this is this is a shame because you know I. There was a time where if Bioware was on your game, I was buying it.
0: Didn't matter. I played so I
1: a, I played a Sonic the Hedgehog video game because Bioware made it. Yep.
0: Wait, is that true? You what know, was it?
1: This is Sonic the Hedgehog Bioware game. I was, don't remember what it was called. There was it really it's a really game. True. Bio- yes, they did. Hold on, let me find. I don't remember this at all. It called.
0: Bioware Sonic, Sonic the
1: Hedgehog Sonic RPG.
0: Oh, oh the BioWare Dark Brotherhood. Game. I remember this game. This was. This was a yeah. Bioware joint. Yep. What? It's a DS game. Sonic
1: Uh, Chronicles, the dark brotherhood.
0: Wow. it reviewed well too.
1: Yeah. Like there was a time, any game, if it had Bioware, I bought it. Uh, I think Dragon Age Inquisition is accidentally good. Yeah. It doesn't feel intentionally good. If that, if that makes sense, I will tell you my biggest concern with Dreadwolf is that it is all focusing around the elf character Solus, who I didn't like in Inquisition and never wanted to talk to and had zero interest in. So when he keeps popping up as like the poster boy for the next game, I'm like. Like this whole series, what would it be like? It would be like if Jedi were only in one Star Wars movie and it was the only part that you liked damn
0: that's a good and every
1: sequel that came out they kept not putting Jedi in it and you're like why are you not what's going on why are we only talking about the not interesting part of this even that's no. kind of a bad analogy cuz I actually like when Star Wars deviates that <laughs> yeah, but,
0: but that's why just, you like it because <clears throat> it's a deviation not not the norm I mean
1: it is the norm but like, for in, yeah I get it the characters Varric, soulless all these characters that like they keep coming back to the well on are all from the what I think are the not as good Dragon Age games yeah like I think there's one good Dragon Age game and for some reason it and its world gets ignored I think a big part of it is cuz of how much control and change and variance you could have. Like they locked it in more for the other two so they could tell a more cohesive story. That's probably the real reason behind it. Yeah. But again, it just feels like all they ever focus on is the stuff. I don't care about dragon age. Yeah. They're like, well now the villain is that elf you didn't care about in the other game. That was okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. What? Great.
0: Wow. Um, Something I just noticed. Somebody was saying, "Hey, you guys talked about Dan Stapleton. They sent me an email. They must be listening to the show. He reviewed Fallout Four as well. Uh, so you, you know, he gave a seven to uh, Starfield. He gave a nine point five to Fallout Four. I don't know. Yeah. Just a fun comparison there.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm sure, sure people- there are people digging all that up, but I, I, I think that goes to what I said. If they're going to keep making the same game." Like, that's why every, that was the whole going back to this Baldur's Gate thing. That was the whole excuse they were using to not use it as a comparison. They're like, they've been making that same type of game for a long time. They've had plenty of time to refine it and perfect it. Mm. So I'm looking at at um, uh, Bethesda and going, you've been making this exact same <laughs> game for a long time. Where is the refinement and the perfection? Mm. Why do I feel like it's like the Sims where it's like a new games out? It's got a fresh coat of paint and all the stuff that I cared about over the multitudes of mods and issues and all of that. Why did none of that carry over? Why am I starting fresh again?
0: It's a fair point. I can't argue with that, but I like fallout Four as well. Anyway,
1: <laughs> what
0: are, what are we doing now? Oh, let's talk about more things. Volition permanently, not permanently. 100% permanently. Yeah, permanently. That's the word. Not temporarily. Permanently shut down. This is the Saints Row people. The last game they will ever make is the poorly received Saints Row reboot. Prior to that, they are famous for lots of really great games, including uh, uh, Free Space 2. It was incredible. Never got a sequel to that. Uh, they made those amazing Saints Row games, especially 3 and 4. And uh, they made one of my favorite games ever, which was uh, uh, Red... Uh, Red <laughs> What's the name of the damn thing? Red Faction, Red Gorilla. Faction Gorilla. I love Red Faction, Gorilla. To this day, one of my favorite games ever. And uh, they've been shut down. Why? Well, be they were owned by Embracer Group, who bought them out during sort of an ugly uh, studio thing when T- uh, THQ went away, and then they uh, decided they weren't going to need them anymore because they're not making enough money. So, bam, they're done. Uh, something like two hundred people affected, and that's it. They're just shutting them down. They're out. And I hate it. I hate this so much. I think these Embracer Group like investment uh, firms that buy games just for their IPs, it's a scourge. I hate it. I really don't like it. And this is an example of that. So FU I mean, Embracer Group. Embrace yeah, this. One, embrace both these right
2: here. <laughs> one ahead, thing man. is maybe the company wasn't doing well anyway Like because we don't know the internal politics. It might have been... I mean, it's... a. I, 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 I don't think we heard from anyone that they were pissed that it was scuttled because sometimes you do hear from developers, all that stuff, things are going great and it, the stuff got scuttled. Yeah. Like I think visceral games is like that. I just haven't seen, I don't know if anyone's seen anything like that. Obviously it affects the devs uh, who have gainful employment. All of a sudden not having gainful employment and
1: that stuff. Yeah. I've seen some pretty skeevy things come out of it too. I mean, I haven't exactly tracked it down, but I've seen things come out about like the date they picked was to deny them uh, another month of uh, insurance coverage so they picked the best possible day to ensure that they aren't going to be covered by insurance oh. there's just a lot of skeevy stuff i mean look mm. i have a lot of critical things to say about that last saints row i think it was extremely misguided the direction they wanted to take it and i i don't think it was a smart move um but i don't that doesn't mean i i think that people should be out of work because of a, a bad game, yeah, you know, like, yeah,
0: they seem committed to keep working on it. I think it's next month's PS plus game.
1: Yeah. And that's the other thing is it's going to be, it's going to be the free game next month. for no. PlayStation.
0: I might. Well, no, I, I canceled. So never mind. I won't be playing it there.
1: <laughs> um, almost, every time you almost
0: get it, I get it's right gone. up on the edge and then something happens. Uh, they were founded in 93 as parallax software. They developed the descent series of games. Those were amazing. Uh, In 96, that's when they adopted the name uh, Volition before creating Summoner. They also did the Red Faction and Saints Row franchises, as we mentioned. They were acquired by THQ in 2000. And then this whole bankruptcy thing in 2017 happened. In 2022, Volition launched the reboot of Saints Row, which is the one that they did last
1: and again, it's a shame because when you look at the resume, it's a ton of extremely solid, extremely good work. And the story I feel like so often is just like, well, that new Saints Row sucked. Yeah. Like, and that that really discounts a lot of amazing things that they did do. Yep, I
0: agree. It's a bummer. Um, what else? Uh, Larian has not ruled out more Baldur's Gate 3 content, but first patches, vacation, and then figure out how BG3 also is confirmed for Xbox now as well. So they got to get that worked out. Um, but there's hope, I think maybe some DLC or some kind of, you know, you guys said act an act four would be nice. I agree. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah. They basically, they haven't ruled it out is what they said. Like they said, they've enjoyed making this game. They've enjoyed the world. They have not closed the book on doing more in Baldur's Gate, which is fantastic news for me. Uh, I, I really can't overstate how much I like this game in this world. So bring more. I'm all, I'm all for it
0: more is good and then finally half-life 2 will have ray tracing and uh some other stuff including well these it's made by those mod uh the people that made the vr mod but i saw the ray tracing demo for half-life 2 this this uh treatment they're doing it looks insane it looks so good they must be doing something else besides just adding ray tracing because some texture upres and something stuff like yeah it makes me want to play half-life 2 again when I but saw in
2: that. VR get your quest out do it it's good I, maybe I should it's it, right it's easy it's easy to play it's not a complicated VR game either I mean look Bo. but just wait wait for the RTX like you have a quest as well I feel like I'm the only one uh sporting the sporting the bandana what, how do you say that I like uh, the VR
0: I'm a little annoyed that there's th- I I'm, an, I'm annoyed that there's a three coming out and I won't have it and so it makes me feel like this is old and busted. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, but it's not out yet, and might still be a little while. So don't worry. And the quest two is just fine. It's just great. So, I ha- and it's not. It's a painless sort of deal to do, right? Like you just connect it up to your Oculus, your PC, run the Oculus software, run Steam, yeah. run Half Life Two mod. Like it's not. You don't actually have to mod anything. It's just available on Steam. Yeah. So. Yeah, you should you should do it. I I, I need to get back to it because I only played halfway, and now I'm like, well, sweet. I'm just gonna wait till it's uh, looks looks sweeter and just start again.
0: My wife's about to do something weird. You guys, hold on. Do I need to do alcohol? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Okay, she's giving me some medicine that I have to take right this second. Okay, go. Ow, you really stabbed me.
2: Where? Oh, okay. Is that That's, it? That was.
0: Did we double it up? Okay. So my doctor my doctor's got me on some medicine, and you have to take it at the same time every week on the same day. And oh, it
2: was- why did it look like she poured it in your lap? No, it was a it's a syringe. It was
1: not like- oh, you see, so you just got stabbed. Yeah, so but it's- we just witnessed the stabbing.
2: It just looked like you got syringed in the the, the doink. In the doink. <laughs>
0: what? What's this? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm not going to give. Them all, I'm not going to break all my HIPAA violations or whatever. I'm not going to say what it is. I mean, it's not even that big a deal. It's just a new thing the doctor wants me to do. Anyway, uh,
1: by I the, the th- way, you're, you're, you're Scott, as NDA. a patient, you don't have a HIPAA like mandate. You are allowed to give no, it he, your own. He might be under. Control.
2: He might be under NDA if they signed up for experimental. No, There's it's not experimental. Werewolf drugs. It's not like, experimental. I'm trying this new this new <laughs> drug that cures cancer and has eighty percent cocaine. It's going to be very very interesting. No. Oh, to,
1: that's that's, that's great. Did you know that there are two other people on this show? Yeah,
2: right? You're with your free...
1: <laughs> I just
2: Kim uh, know there's two other people on the show. I, I wish know. this was
0: free. These are... I don't want to talk about what it costs. That's stupid. Anyway, uh, it's all good. I, uh, I
1: so back to this Half-Life thing. I just watched the trailer. I hadn't seen it. And I do see what you mean. Like, this has to be more than RTX lighting because this feels like that old meme where it's like how to draw a horse... And it's like, draw a head, draw a body, draw some legs, and it's all a stick figure, and then they go apply some light shading, and then it's a perfect horse. Yeah. Like, this really goes from, like, it looks like a game from years ago, and they're like, now we turn on the RTX, and the game turns into a different thing. Yeah, it's wild. I, that's not just lighting. Yeah. There's no way that that's just, oh, we turned on lighting. There's no and way. And all of a sudden, everything no. looks complete. There's, There's no even showing,
2: They're showing a keyboard, and like, the old keyboard is just a flat box with the buttons on the texture map. And now they're showing a keyboard and I'm pretty sure there's polygons for all the buttons. Cause they look raised and have depth and all that. And I'm, you know, yeah. so it isn't just, it isn't just RTX being on means that all of a sudden, it just knows to make a keyboard with more more <laughs> vertices. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, I mean, it, it
1: is a but little disingenuous. That's the way to that do this that. is filmed to suggest. Yes. It's like, look, RTX off. Look at this droll, bland world, and then RTX on. It's a different
0: game. Yeah, it's a totally yeah. different game. I think they do say they call it In RTX fact, Remix, I even, which I think may
2: like. If government even knew a single thing about computers, this would be like misleading advertising. Like. I don't know, like, because it's not, that's not RTX. It's, that's, RTX, my understanding, it's lighting, right? Ray-traced lighting. Yeah, ray-tracing is mathematically this is correct text, lighting. It's literally, here's one set of texture maps, here's better texture maps with, like, normalization and, like, better, like, yes, there's ray-tracing, but it's, like John said,
1: it's a full upgrade to the game. Like, No, I don't,
0: the video, does, the video leaves that out, and I don't know why. Why would you want to not say what you did? It doesn't hurt to say, it doesn't...
1: Because NVIDIA's doing it.
0: Yeah, but... Why not say this is, I don't know. I guess. Well, okay. So
2: hang on. Just to be clear, Half-Life 2 RTX, an RTX Remix Remix. project. Yeah. So they're
3: showing RTX on and off. Yeah.
2: But I believe Remix was the name of the product they had to automatically use AI to upgrade texture maps. Oh, maybe that's. Remember that part of the keynote was a feature. I think it's called Remix yeah so then and because modders are behind us that would make a lot of sense and by the way great use for ai as long as it's not ripping anyone off oh
0: 100 Ma- make
2: better yeah. looking recycling bins in my video game mm-hmm. yes please let's go go ai i'm on team ai like let's do this
0: yeah i am t- this is a great <laughs> right. use case for it yeah. just enhance no, the work i'm sure
2: people love having jobs but also it's not super fulfilling career to be the recycling bin artist
0: no, you know, so when you do remasters of games and your job is to redo everything that's already been done, that's not, doesn't sound like fun. Yeah, Let the yeah. computer do the heavy lifting, work on some other stuff. I realize there's, there's, ex, there's exceptions, but that stuff's very The Computer impressive. rack
2: looks insane too, by the way. I'm just like, wow, there's so much detail on that computer rack. You're going to see it for five seconds.
0: Well, whether awesome. VR or not, I may end up having to poke around in there. That looks like fun.
2: When's this oh, out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do we get a date? Uh, I can only see the date here. Um, I must be s- hopefully soon free to play. We're almost know. 20 years of that game.
0: Jeez. 20 years. I really think
2: VR through. is fueling, though, the, the old game, an old game renaissance, because they just run better. You can run them at 90, 120 frames a second yeah. in the headset. And if they're moddable, then that's great. The only downside is you've played them.
0: August but, um, 22nd?
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Let's see. Oh, really? That means it's out. No, on August twenty 22- second. Yeah, Wait,
2: it should be on. Um, should be on Steam. Hang on, let me look at go to the. Yeah, uh, is it Steam out
0: now? Because if it's out now, I may check it out. I own. I mean, I own it. I assume I don't have to pay for it again.
2: I want everything free. Half Life Two. Oh, we just want Half Life Two. It should be on the Half Life Two page. One of the first games we've ever probably all bought on Valve or on Steam too. Yeah. Um I'm just looking up the new uh, where's the news button? Usually these games have news button, right? Uh usually, usually
0: but not always.
2: Half Life. Usually. Usually. Um Uh so apparently on March eighteenth someone on my friends list played Half Life 2 for the first time. That's crazy. Hmm i'm not okay i'm not seeing anything on on actual all right so so. maybe we're yeah
0: who knows Um, um well there you have it that's your news that it wasn't our big news and now this that's a good question we got some core respondents to talk about first a text uh this is to the core crew did scott ever finish red dead redemption 2 no i need to I recall he continued playing it on a Steam Deck, but haven't heard anything since. Yeah, it is very good on there. I'm hoping this goes on his list of finished games in 2023. Oh, boy. With everything out right now, I don't know. Uh, anyway, says, also, how do you guys feel about the release of RDR1, Red Dead Redemption 1, for PlayStation 4 and Switch? An official PC release would have been awesome, but leave it to Rockstar to put PC on the back burner. Um, yeah, I thought that was weird. We've been asking for that since 2010. And that game the came day out.
1: It came out. Yeah. Well, I, I, we talked a little bit about it. I think it's, I think it sucks.
0: Yeah. I'm not happy about it. I think I did see, I watched some video of the remaster running on a PS five. Um, it looked great, but uh, that should be on PC and we should be modding it and doing all kinds of shit to it. So do that, <laughs> do that rockstar. Why? I don't understand. They, they are weird. Rockstar's weird. And they don't have to do anything anyone wants. They just print money, so they'll do whatever they want to do. And that's fine. They would engage their mod community. I bet you their mod community would do it for them. I would. I mean, they would. What, I mean? what do I mean? I would. I would play it. And so, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Yeah. Yes, they would. But I agree with you, they would. Yeah. yeah. My brain went four different ways on that.
2: Yeah. Just coming off the Half Life, like it's just happening for free in the Half Life 2 world. Like, yep. And I'm sure people love Red Dead Redemption enough that they'd help you.
0: Thank you, Anonymous Sender. If you want to hear a voicemail, you'll hear that now. It goes to the same number, 801 This is about Grim Dawn getting a surprise announcement. Hi,
3: Scott.
2: This is Scott Waldeck. Uh, I happen to have some information on a new DLC for Grim Dawn called The Fangs of Alchemir. I believe it's pronounced. I'm not sure. You can find it uh, on the uh, Grim Dawn webpage or in YouTube. People are talking about it. Bye.
0: Yeah, brand new DLC. I thought they were done. They were focused on their city builder, but. What,
1: um, what, what's it called? Grim oh, fangs. fangs
2: of Astrakarn.
0: Astrakarn? Looks like some uh, northern That's snow. That's what you
1: get when you uh, pop <laughs> kernels in space.
0: That's right. Astrakarn. You get fangs. Um, okay. Karn.
1: <laughs> no, this looks like north
0: uh, Norse business. They're John, you'll off like offense. this. No, no desert. It's up in uh, the it's snow. It's
2: another major addition of Grim Dawn, and will be priced comparatively to past expansions. Expected to release twenty twenty four. I thought they were thought done. You'd... I'm honestly no, this apparently a... not. Apparently, they're making more. This so... is great
0: news. I, lo- I love Grim Dawn. I'm a fan.
2: Yeah, so I, I but you know I, I played it late. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was waiting for Diablo and just needing an ARPG. I never got. To any, any of the expansion content, <laughs> I played the base game was kind of tuckered out. Like it was, mm. you know, I had, had my fill. What have I got in this game for playtime? Thirty six hours, not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's a it's a little more basic, I find, than than Diablo, but it's still fun. Yeah, I like, I like
0: it. it a lot. Big fan. Um, their other game, which is shaping up nicely, Farthest Frontier. I think that's still in early access, though, right? Yeah, yeah. You have that yeah. one, Bo. You like that one.
2: Yeah, I love Farthest Frontier. It's good. It's yeah. It's to me, it's a good exemplar of the genre. They added religious buildings in there. I've been meeting, I have it installed. I've been meeting to, I have it like a giant backlog that Diablo and all these games this summer have ruined. Like, I want to finish War Tales. Uh, there's been big updates coming to War Tales, Everspace 2. I would like to keep playing.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right. I
2: want to play Everspace 2, stupid games industry. That game's great. Um, I still have I still have Survivor installed because I haven't played it. Since. Survivor, oh Jedi we Survivor, at, yeah Jedi Survivor, yeah, and uh, Dyson Sphere Program. Like I have these games deliberately installed, so like I'm gonna get back to these, right? Yeah, someday you, you will. I mean, jeez, you will one day. Someday, someday.
0: I believe in you. I think you can do it.
2: Yeah. Anyway, sorry just to go through my list, but I'm just like, man, I'm I'm mildly irritated with Baldur's Gate two <laughs> because it's so long. <laughs>
0: well um i was trying while you were talking i was trying to find the latest it looks like this might be crazy let me see okay so last week we had a whole bunch of new people supporting us this week let's try this jb barry guy where did he end okay apparently we got a ton of new people
1: <laughs> oh well that's good yeah apparently there was well, a part of me that was sitting here going "Well, what are you gonna say <laughs> you know, what Scott? horrible like, thing. let me see how many we have Okay, we have uh, none. Let's keep going.
0: <laughs> I can't find where it starts and ends, so I'll just read some of these names: like uh, Buenpo Parties, sorry, Pards Bay, Blaine Robinson, Robert Longboy. Oh, I love that name, Longboy. Corey M. Smith, Daniel Riding, <laughs> Seb, Nick uh, Pritchard, and Sean Herman. These are just some of. The, if I left someone's name off, let me know. But uh they're just some of the people that started joining us this week it's amazing patreon.com slash core show we need you now more than ever so that we can continue to build more and more content
2: 700 plus incredible people yeah and i just want to say again because people keep asking over and over and it's okay you have your life it's more important than what i'm doing but i'm full-time in october yep because right now it's just sort of daily. If I stream or message, when you, when you, when you full time, when you, you know, when you off work, you know, it's like it's October. It's coming up, October, October, and, October. yeah. And you know, I, I don't know what we're gonna do, but I do want to do some stuff for the patrons. It would be fun to do some hardcore WoW shenanigans because that's something I still want to do with all these yeah. games around. I just, I kind of want to zerg. You know, maybe not all. Maybe all seven hundred of us getting a Discord channel and go nuts and hardcore WoW and just be stupid. It'd be, you know, something like that. So. I guarantee there'll be a very a good chunk of people
0: who want to try that. Um, so yeah, yeah if, you, yeah. if you want to learn all about it and find out how you can support us today, head to patreoncom show and do that now. Frogpants.com/core is our website, and that is going to do it for today's long but very fun show. Uh, before we leave, though we're handing the microphone to grandma who's been sitting over there just kind of molting waiting for her chance you know to let us it's know what's going on <laughs> Mol- molting which i think is all different right? okay. is it molting like uh you're, you're just getting all dusty i don't know how that works what is molting yeah. i don't know
1: that's what in that what birds do where they lose feathers oh
0: shit is that what it is well i don't want to assume i don't want to presume you wear you have you're made of feathers so let's not do that. I mean,
3: yeah, I'm not. I'm John. Fast grandma is
1: your own person.
0: I mean, oh, that's I right. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm conflating you both. That's weird for me to do that. So instead of doing that, I'm just gonna throw it to you and say, Hey John, uh, or sorry. Hey grandma, why don't you tell us what games we played today so people won't bug us about it all week?
1: Oh, thanks. Your introductions are getting as long as the rest of the show. <laughs> well, if you couldn't pay attention to this, giant three-hour marathon of whining about menus and interfaces, well, then let me tell you what games they talked about. This is the part you want to be. They played Baldur's Gate 3, all of them. And Scott and John played Starfield, and they liked it no matter how it sounded. Scott also played Sea of Stars, and he played... He didn't write it. It's the spray with a nozzle game. Scott, what the hell is the name of the game again? Uh,
0: Power Wash Simulator, Grandma.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Leave it to you to be into that <laughs> business. You gotta get a hose. Gotta spray it real good. Yeah. Uh, John asked him about uh, the Water survival game, that's Sunken Land. If you thought that sounded cool, they didn't play it, but it was Sunken Land, is what you were thinking of. John played Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Thank God it wasn't just wrestling. In fact, he didn't even play it this week. And as usual, Bo just did what everybody else did and <laughs> didn't do anything unique. Although he did admit to playing Warcraft Rumble. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. I hope eight. he still has money left. Yeah. after all his microtransactions oh have you and paid JPEGs. have you I, paid
2: I any saved money? money grandma I know a dollar saved is a dollar earned. earned did you spend any in there
0: in Warcraft Rumble are you, you willing
2: to admit it no? I bought the lifetime <laughs> pass
0: The
1: lifetime pass. Oh,
0: John, you've got company in the lifetime pass. No, no, no.
2: So it sounds worse than it is. They don't sell a monthly. They don't sell a monthly pass. They just sell a a boost. Mm, Lifetime boost. A forever boost. I know. I did. I, a, I got weak. I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I was like, it's so slow leveling up. I'm like, you talk about this every week, but mm-hmm. I still did it.
0: So. How, mu- how yeah. much? Just curious. Canadian. That's how much you spent?
2: 23 bones, that's I think. It's not terrible if like you
0: plan on playing it.
2: But they retroactively gave me my golds. That allowed me to buy a lot of units and shit. So. Oh. All I don't right. know.
0: Damn you. Kind of want
2: to Yeah, it's, it's bad, but I'm like that. But I think that's pretty much it. I'm pretty good on Snap, too. I just buy the monthly pass. I've been pretty disciplined. All right. But, um... We'll be like yeah, be, no, be
0: like Bo, everybody, or no? Don't be like Bo and buy the no, don't thing. buy the
2: pack. I'm weak. I'm a am a weak human.
0: Yeah, but you're a good Nobody friend. That's keep all your
2: cocaine matters. to yourself. I'll be a crack addict <laughs> if you give it to me.
0: Well, there you have it. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next Thursday with a new show. Uh, we we appreciate you guys being patient with our weird schedule this week. Until then, go play some video games, and we'll see you then. Get more at frogpants.com.
3: You know, most dusties don't even make it this far.